listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Jack, I feel like we've done this before. Didn't think we'd do it so soon, man. Come on, bro, get up. Thirty-six. We are uh, <laughs> welcoming Tej back for Mister Two Thousand. Woo! Two thousand downloads. See, we don't do milestones by <laughs> by episodes. We do milestones by downloads because that's the only thing that counts. We are about that clout. Yeah. So, Tej, <laughs> welcome back. Last time, um, last time that you were here, we did a much different film than we are doing this week. Thank you for coming back. By the way, after that wild episode that we did last time <laughs> was a great episode thank y'all for having me i'm super excited to be back so this week uh we are doing um a star is born the 1928 a star no i'm kidding the uh, <laughs> I, wish. I was like oh shit i watched the wrong movie <laughs> the 19, no, you, you also watched- the 1956 <laughs> <laughs> in the nose also, the 1977 version of this movie. There we you know, go. It's, uh, we're doing the 2018, the good version of this movie. And um, what? There is, there is no good version of this movie. I would like to this version is a good version of this movie. Uh oh, here we go. I'd like to point out that the Judy Garland one, they lost footage. And instead of accepting or reshooting it, they just insert still images and keep the audio. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Wow. Also, but Judy Garland is also just arguably probably a better vocalist than Lady Gaga is, even though I think she's a really good vocalist. Judy Garland, hard against Stephanie already. I she I mean she's really good. She went to fucking Tish. Like, I'm not gonna be like, she's a bad singer. Like, anyway. Um, so there are differing opinions to say the <laughs> least on this movie. Ooh, uh, ooh, this is gonna be wild. Prepare yourself, strap in. So Let's just go down the list. Dex loves this film. He thinks this is one of the most perfect movies. I think I gave this movie, I think wow. when we originally booted it, I gave this movie like an A when we talked about it originally. I think that may come down here in a little bit. We'll give our reviews here in a second. But we have two people on this podcast that Adam Lee fucking hate this movie. Like, <laughs> they are just against like everything like, that this movie stands for. Like and, I actually think the same reasons, right? Like I feel like we're pretty yeah, consistent. We're, yeah, we're pretty much down the line on that one. And then yes. we got uh, then we got middleman Dan, middleman Teach here in the middle. <laughs> I'm firmly in the middle. This is a B movie for me. This, there's some great shit in this film, and there's some awful shit in this film. And so I will I will be the referee of this <laughs> podcast. I was gonna say, are you our moderator? Like, yeah, are you keeping am... the debate civil? Like... <laughs> so how we do it, Teach? How you been? How you been holding up in uh, the Great Northwest? I've been okay, man. Uh, now that it's not raining every day, uh, that part is nice. So the summers are pretty nice up here. What's that so. like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 107 here. Yeah, it's, it's nice and mild. Luckily, I'm not dealing with the temperatures y'all are dealing with. Holy shit. But uh, it's, it's been nice. The dogs are 
happy. So everybody's happy up here. Dude, I didn't even like talking about the weather, folks. NPR weather uh, <laughs> podcast. I didn't go outside this weekend. I'm not kidding. I, didn't kidding. Think, like, I don't I, blame you. 107. I'm not going outside. No way. Like anyway, if you're in case you're not from Texas, uh, that's what it's like. Hell. Um, Except so? for our two listeners in Australia who are pissed at us right now. Oh, yeah. they're, no, they're in the middle of winter. They're living oh, yeah. so good. Like, yeah. My, one of my best friends lives in Australia, so I'm really aware. Do you want to know listeners? Yeah, I need B. to figure out who our international listeners are. I know for a fact B listens. Why yeah. yeah. our DMs, listeners international in listeners? Yeah. Well, our two listeners in Greece, the United Arab Emirates. <laughs> randomly um we, we get that oil and gas, oil and gas. <laughs> um so we get that exxon money so the uh so how's everybody else doing i know y'all told me that y'all hated this part of the podcast last week a little peek behind the curtain uh so how's everybody doing y'all okay shit it on i did this part me. of the podcast it just Royden, didn't need to be 30 minutes long. Royden, I clearly don't hate this part of the podcast because I'm the one that talks the most during this part of the podcast. <laughs> well, let me tell you about what's going on in my life. No. Oh, he's starting first. Ooh, uh, Royden, go. Yeah, oh, Royden uh, never starts first. Even so, the day he was engaged, he doesn't start first. Royden, let's goss. <laughs> what's up? Let's goss. <laughs> I mean, literally, I didn't go outside this weekend. That's what I just said. Like, it's like, do you want to know what my life is like? I didn't go outside. Oh, and I bought uh, KT tape because my body's falling apart. So, so, yeah. Do you think that works? Because I want to get some for my knee, but I also think it's just pseudoscience. Uh, probably. I'm I'm a big fan of trash science. I'm a big fan of junk science. Like Christmas. Brandon was the first investor in Power Man. I was gonna say Brandon's like a Fauci got those copper bracelets. Like, like Brandon copper fit. Any, Brandon hates Fauci and doesn't believe vaccines work. That is <laughs> wow. This is hey, a very anything. different podcast than I thought that I was gonna appear on. I'll tell you that. Noted vaccine denier Royden Ogletree. <laughs> Oh, what is it? Just for disclaimer, yes, I believe vaccines work in Fauci the God. So, like, we're not like. That's what they always say. And then they're like, ah, I'm not going to vaccinate my, my kids. And then my kids have measles. <laughs> I get yeah, it. You want to go to Joshua Tree. Right. But. Truly Oil is my best friend. So, no. You always said if you're going to be canceled, it's for something you believe in. If I'm going to be canceled, I'm going to mean it. <laughs> Uh, hate MMR. <laughs> no. All right. Anybody else? Anybody else got anything to share other than, you know, their bodies falling apart? Uh, I start grad school this week. Hey. People um, denying your friendship, but we don't have to talk about that on pod. Yeah. Hey, none of the people <laughs> in my grad school cohort want to be my friend. <laughs> my- <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. I'm not going to explain why. (laughs) They're going to listen to this. I was like, I was just about to text her. (laughs) They don't have my number. We're on a group me. We're not close. (laughs) That would explain it. Bad. Just got to post this, throw that number out there. Be like, look, anybody want to text? I already said, do you want to go on a Zoom call for wine and cheese? I can't throw my number now. (laughs) No, just keep going. Just level it up. Just keep (laughs) Does anyone want to enter into a committed partnership with me? Oh, wow. Would anyone want to get married? Does anyone 
want to help me adopt a child? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. All right. I mean, if it means Paul's going to be my father-in-law, I'm kind of in suddenly. (laughs) How does Mallory feel about this? (laughs) Wait, no, Mallory's in on the deal. (laughs) Paul, get on the podcast. Um, Okay, wild. The uh, Dex, how was... Oh, hey, good karma. Laura said, yeah, that sounds fun. What did we say? Uh, what did we say? I told you someone was going to respond. Shout out to Laura. Shout out to Laura. Okay. Laura, come on, pod. Laura, come this on this is, pod. This is why men are trash and women are the greatest. Like, a woman supported a woman today. <laughs> Not doing this today. Not doing this today, okay? It's all good. I'm so happy. Okay. Um, Dex, how was Lovecraft Country? I'm only like 45 minutes in because it took forever to show up on HBO Max today. But the first 45 minutes, kind of fire. This show is very, very black, and I'm very, very here for it. So I'm in. intrigued to see where the rest of this goes. When I saw all the black people in the trailer, I knew. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we haven't got to the like spooky shit yet, but we're getting there, and like I'm ready. Did you watch Castle Rock on, uh, on Hulu? Castle no. Rock's good. I tried yeah. it. Uh, I need to go back and try it again. I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I only watched like one episode. I'm just I wondering if it's not like it at all. same line. I just really like it because obviously huge Stephen King fan. And like, yeah. I just get the references. But I think if you haven't read all of his books, like, it's not that fun. <laughs> like, because it's really reference driven. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I, uh, you have to have a certain level of intelligence. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's what she was going with that. It's like the, op- it's like the office. Hey. You have to have like a certain level. Hey. Of um, it's like the office and J. Cole. He wouldn't understand. Hey. If hey, I'm, I'm smarter. <laughs> I'm smarter than everyone on this podcast and also everyone listening. Go. It's like Teach is a fucking lawyer. Like, what do we. <laughs> I'm doing this to get a kill. Uh, I want I want someone to just write us because they're like, no, this bitch is stupid. <laughs> the um I will it, have you know Teach watches Rick and Morty and understands it. Teach is- oh my god. <laughs> he gets the Apparently, Fine. I, Teach this can be season part of Rick and Morty is so bad, so I stopped watching. Fuck that show. I got Teach so bad. Speaking of, shout out Dan Harmon for being a weirdo. Oh my yeah, god. Thank you for Dan putting Harmon. that on my timeline, Teach. Good God. Dan Harmon is apparently a creep. Uh, they all are, we though. We won't talk about it here, but that guy Ooh. needs some serious fucking Men help. with power automatically become creeps. That's Counseling. like the circle of life. <laughs> in, uh, in contrast to Lovecraft County, I'm watching the widest show of all time, uh, Yellowstone. Oh, that is the widest show of all time. It's so probably- wide, I've never even heard of it. Whoa, oh, a just- Kevin Costner banger. That's, what it, like, that's how you know how wide it is. I just finished, and I feel like it, it. This also could be a majorly white show because it's written by Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. Oh, uh, really but I did Umbrella, not know he wrote that. Umbrella Academy has been so good. So good. Just all those scene kids coming back around from the uh, early two so- thousands fucking here for it and also my mom is the person that turned me on to this show my mom is fucking obsessed with umbrella academy incredible so your she's mom great. is a my chemical romance fan is that what you're saying no but she but like weirdly enough uh what's his name um no wonder kid is it wonder kid wood wood kid is that the artist wood anyway. kid 
There's an artist named Wood, Wood King? Yeah, like That's not cool minutes. at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wood Kid. I was right. Okay. What is wrong Wood- with these kids these days? How can you call yourself Wood Kid? Wood- Wood- Here's the other artist, Dirt Child. <laughs> <laughs> Woodkid is an indie artist who plays a song called Run Boy Run at the beginning of one of the episodes of Umbrella Academy, and my mom has been playing it on loop. She, like, fucking loves it. <laughs> your, mom's li- your mom loves Woodkid. Yeah, now she really likes Woodkid. <laughs> what Wood kind of kid. music does Woodkid make? Um, Like, indie, which means Wood nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's like this. Have you ever you gone into a coffee or- shop? That <laughs> he the makes song, that music. The song has a bunch of drums, and it's like "Run, boy, run." Da, 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 da. Anything that you would have heard at Burning Man. Yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, she also now likes the Decemberists. Speaking of music, a star yeah. is born. Totally <laughs> speaking of Burning Man, a star is born. So look, uh, well, let me give uh, let me give the synopsis. That's actually Bradley Cooper. Oh, we don't have to give his synopsis. A Star is Born 2018 has a 7.7 on IMDb. It is rated R, in case you didn't know. Um, it is kind of a long two hours and 16 minutes. Uh, it, a musician, uh, if I can speak, a musician helps a younger singer find fame as age and alcoholism send his own career into a downward spiral. Also uh, going to tinnitus. I guess that's what it was called. Uh, directed by Bradley Cooper, uh, star his first his directorial debut. debut. It was written the debut style of It was written by he Eric Roth <laughs> and <laughs> Will Fetters. Is based on the uh, 1954 screenplay by Moss Hart, and also based on the 1976 screenplay uh by all these other people and based on a story by william a wellman and robert carson so didn't as a question didn't nora um god nora efron like contribute to the script on this in like one of the films it doesn't say it's probably you can look that up but uh it has a uh 88 percent meta score so really high metacritic score um it won one oscar can anybody guess for what I mean, I'm sure y'all know. Oh, Shallow best, won best best song. Yeah, Shallow won best song, which it was produced. Uh, you know who also won in addition to Lady Gaga? Bradley Cooper wasn't on that, but Mark Ronson. I guess he yep. has his hands in yeah. everything. He he yep. also won for that, along with Anthony uh, Rosamondo and Andrew Wyatt. It was nominated for Best Achievement in Sound Mixing, Best Motion Picture of the Year, Best Performance by Bradley Cooper, Best Performance by Actress Lady Gaga. Uh, best performance by an actor in supporting role, Sam Elliott, robbed, and uh, best adapted screenplay for all those men that I mentioned, and uh, best achievement in cinematography, which I didn't notice at first, which was really good for Matthew mm-hmm. uh, Libatique. Sorry if I mispronounce your name. This made a shit ton of money uh, for a rated R movie. It made a lot of money. It, on a $36 million budget, which I surprised is not more, uh, it made $436 million worldwide. God. It was a hit, man. Um, and it, for it to be as uh, depressing as it is, that's interesting. So it also has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 79% user score. Why is this movie rated R? He's uh, naked so many times. They're both, they're both naked. Well, you don't see him. 
No, ever. she. Oh, I thought you said she, uh, he. Like, no, she is naked a lot. She is like naked boobs, and you see like a pubis for like a second, which and like automatically a pubis. A pubis. Like <laughs> you don't is... see you don't see her vagina. Like own pubis. Um... <laughs> a pubis mound. That's what it's called. Like she... I plus every other word. <laughs> every other word in this is fuck. Yeah. Especially just... by Bradley Cooper. Well, Maybe I'm jaded, but I feel like this is a PG-13 movie. Maybe, like, a graphic, you know, the way that the movie ends, I'm sure it would have ruffled some feathers, but... I mean... I mean, P- Titanic is PG-13, and literally everybody in that film dies, so... And also, yeah. there's a very strong boob shot. <laughs> yes, and there's, like, full-on sweaty sex in Titanic, and that... How is that a PG-13 movie if this is a We've rated had R movie? The, yeah, These are good Titan- arguments. Stream <laughs> my Titanic episode. Fuck yeah. Titanic. Let's contact the MPAA. Stream <laughs> our t- Titanic episode where it's, like, James Cameron was like, I gotta get a boob in there somewhere. It is... <laughs> One boob. Well, when you're Take making such off. when you're making such bad art, you have to put some good art in it, and the female form is the best art in the world. So especially now, now that we can at, agree on that last one, an elite, <laughs> an elite shot, if we will say, for Caitlyn, an elite, <laughs> an elite shot, an OnlyFans starting like that's the original OnlyFans. That photo, <laughs> Titanic is a movie about. A guy that doesn't belong that's trying to get in with the elite has oh. a suicide in it and ends with one of the main characters being dead. Is Titanic just a Stars Born? <laughs> yes, Mars? it is. All Titanic films. also has the funniest suicide ever put in a film, and somehow it's PG 13. When the guy but bounces it- off the propeller, which we've talked about, <laughs> it's quite literally the funniest suicide that's ever been in a movie. I don't. Shout was that a suicide to- or that guy just fall? And they were like, No, I thought, oh, I thought he jumped. Did he just fall? Then that makes it sad. But if he yeah. jumped, he <laughs> 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 I thought you were talking about like the first mate that just pulled the pistol on himself. I was like, yeah, it was kind of funny, I guess. Yeah, I just shot a kid. Now I got to shoot myself. <laughs> Next thing, Tisha's like, I also thought it was funny when Bradley Cooper hanged himself. <laughs> that was aggressively not funny when Bradley Cooper hanged just playing yakety sax over that shot of, uh, of, of Cooper and the dog in the, in the end of the movie. When the dog is laid outside the door and he oh. lays down, that shit was oh. incredibly sad. Oh. The police <laughs> lights are going off and TV. I love dogs so much. And song. I was like, Fun fact Bradley Cooper's real dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. That's why they have the best chemistry in the movie. That like. makes perfect sense. <laughs> that makes that scene make so much more sense. The dog nails it. Yeah. The Not dog only. really thinks its owner is dead. The dog was going for it, man. The dog was really going for it. Best supporting actor. Yeah. Through uh, trauma. Only. They they traumatized that dog. He gave the dog a last meal. Yeah, I was gonna say, oh my God. not only does that dog now have SAG credits, he got a steak. He's living. That's it. true. He has that SAG credits. He has life. a SAG card. He's got insurance now. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. All right, Tej, um, go ahead. Give this movie a quick review, or not a quick review, however long you want to give it a review, and uh, give it a letter grade, if you will, please. So I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this film a B. Um. The first hour of this movie feels like being in like what is quite literally like a woman's dream 
like you are going through life. You don't feel validated, but you're extremely talented, but people don't know yet. Uh, you are people like you think that people don't think you're good looking. And all of a sudden on some random day in some random bar, the most beautiful man walks into the bar and the only person he sees in the bar is you. Like he is, he is locked on you and you're so talented that he literally cannot help himself. To be he fair, has to... it's a gay bar. So there's really, as a straight man, that's, I don't think that's he true. That's true. But okay. he, he is so blown away from your talent that he literally not only falls in love with you, but he also validates you. And he also like, finds that one thing you hate about yourself when he says oh my god you hate your nose but i love your nose like you have an amazing adventurous night you beat the crap out of someone on his behalf uh he sits you outside of a grocery store and you're just like literally out there until the sun comes up it is kind of like a it's like a fever dream it's like the the they do such a good job of making it making you understand why she ignores these very obvious red flags about this relationship because you really have to do that like the movie doesn't work if he could be that drunk and controlling from early on in the relationship and she can just like ride with it. It's because he's literally doing like the sweetest things. Like I'm going to take you out of your shell and make you sing that song that, that we love in front of 5,000 people. And you didn't even weren't even ready for it. You don't even have an outfit on and all of a sudden you're going to crush this and you become famous. Like the, the way that they do the, 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 the way of her love story versus like, the way she's being validated as a talent and validated as the way she looks like all these things are happening together. It is like the way that they illustrate that for the first hour of the movie is damn near pitch perfect. There's nothing. There's a, there's a I don't think there's anything here. not to, there's a huge butt coming. <laughs> so I love the, I saw this movie in theaters and I was just like, I cannot believe this is the first movie that Bradley Cooper's directed. Like it looks good. The sounds, the songs sound incredible. I'm not even a country music fan, but I was like, man, they are crushing this. And then right around the time where uh, she meets, as soon as she meets the manager, the film, the pacing of the film is just ruined. Like the film starts, everything starts to happen so fast. And you get to the point where every, like in the second part of this, of this movie, literally every scene changed, something very significant and new happens to these characters. And you're just like, dude, I can't even process this stuff. Like I, I like everything she she literally finds out she was nominated for a Grammy from her, the manager and she has no idea when like the Grammys are announced on a webcast. Like everybody in the world can watch the Grammy nominations be announced. It's not like some insider industry thing. It's like literally thousands of people watch the Grammy nominations become announced. But like she finds out from the manager and then like a scene later, he finds, he uh Jackson finds out and she goes, how did you find out? It's like the whole world knows that you were Grammy nominated by the time you know you're Grammy nominated. You don't, you wouldn't ask someone like, how did you find out about that? And I feel you like. You tell me Jackson Maine is like online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> That's the most off, offline person of all time. Actually, he would have tweeted some reckless shit on Twitter though. Like how drunk he is. Jackson Maine still just, has a flip phone. Yeah, I was. Gonna, I don't know if he has a flip phone. I don't know if he can communicate with he, other people. <laughs> he goes from having like a drinking problem, like a, obviously a heavy drinking problem, to literally at like an hour or ten, he just snorts, starts snorting lines, and you're like, "Oh my god, dude, this film is moving so fast." Like, Which, yeah, is not really how that works, but we can like talk about that later. I, I, the second half of the movie makes me so mad, but there's one the scene that ruins this film. It ruins this film <laughs> oh. is the last Jake, song the that they give 
They give Lady Gaga this song to sing, and the premise of the song is, I don't want to touch anyone else. I don't want to kiss anyone else. I just want to wait for you, which is an extremely weird song to sing at somebody's, like, tribute when they just killed themselves. The fact that you don't want to kiss or touch anybody else has nothing to do with the fact that I am now dead, and it really, like, takes the shine away from me and puts it on you. And I know he wrote the song, but he didn't write the song to be performed at his fucking funeral. Like he wrote the song because <laughs> it's catchy. And the movie goes out on that note, like literally her singing this song is what ends the film. And for, for a, a, a film that has some really great music moments in it, it falls so flat there. And I, I hate it every time. The point where when I watch it, that when I watched before this podcast, it was my third time. I did not watch the final scene. It makes me so mad every time <laughs> that they fucked it up that badly. Just have her sing Shallow in the movies. Of, it's a perfect ending. I really want them to do just, the first time I saw it, I was like, she's going to do a slow acoustic version of Shallow yes, by herself. it's got to be a slow acoustic version. Why are you singing this upbeat ass song? Oh. As, uh, as Dex would you know, normally say, counterpoint, so? <laughs> that's, what, that's exactly that's what it. Dex is going to say. An argument. Uh, well, it. Dex, Teach, is that it? On our point. That's it. That's no. It. Dex, but go we're going to have to talk about the second worst song in the movie, which is when she does the pop song. We have to talk that about song that song. Sucks. <laughs> that song sucks. That song sucks. That's the whole we point. Is that that song? I know that. I know that it's the point. I do like. I think Lady, because I read an interview and I don't actually know yeah. how accurate it was because it was like written for like people or something. But it's that like Lady Gaga wrote that song and intentionally was like, "This is the worst song I could ever think of writing." I bet you she <laughs> wrote that sense. in like nine minutes. I bet she you she wrote like, that shit. Immediately. I like, got it. She wrote it that was so, while she was, it was so jumping off like <laughs> the stadium for the whole thing. Like, <laughs> it's just improv. Alec Baldwin I, was like, "You sure you're getting, like you got something?" She was like, "I guess." <laughs> Which also, I guarantee I'm, you that she had someone in mind when she was writing that song. She was like, "Haha, this is a Katy Perry song or whoever the hell she was singing about," because it's like the dumbest song ever. And I totally understood why Jackson was like, "Dude." What the gonna, fuck is this song? Jackson was like, this is sucks so bad, I'm going to relapse. He literally called her embarrassing. He was like, listen, <laughs> the song that you made is not just a bad song. We all make bad songs. It was an embarrassing attempt at a song, and it, you made it your single. Like, holy shit. How dare you do that to me? Yeah. <laughs> he obviously was pretty selfish and toxic that he was embarrassed by her music, but... I can understand at least thinking it because that song was a piece of shit. Just we'll talk about it here in a little bit, but that I just find that so, so funny so that it's so, it's so bad that he relapses. <laughs> that song is so <laughs> bad that SNL is willing to break union rules and have alcohol on an active set. <laughs> <laughs> Openly, no, like hey, there's a this. bathtub of beer here, so you want in on it? Except there's that one dude who's like an extra, I guess, or whatever, who as Bradley Cooper is walking to go get his beer, there's an extra just going, (laughs) (laughs) and you you can't see me because it's a podcast, but he's clasping his heart and shaking his head with such sadness and joy. Like he's so like touched to be there in the moment. In the moment where she's singing this horrendous song. He's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm experiencing this. Why would you come around me with an ass like that? (laughs) Also, I'm surprised he wasn't ever like, were you cheating on me? I don't have that good of an ass. Like, whose ass are you talking about? And like the way that it's set up, they 
the three scenes are back to back to back. The he you literally see the scene where he says, "Hey, if you're not honest out there and you don't fucking tell the truth to these people, you have nothing to offer. You're you're never gonna make it." And literally, the next cut is her on the set of Chad Night Live doing the worst song she's ever written. And the next scene is him being and him, him watching this and be like, "Oh shit, I gotta Fuck. go get more to drink." Like, which also me though because like the minute anyone tells me anything like be honest just share your soul tell people what you need to say is the minute i'm like fuck you no i'm not gonna <laughs> like, i'm gonna be a pop star like, do you think that scene exists because bradley written. <laughs> like how do we get to the point where he has that conversation with her and he seemingly is unaware about what she's going to perform on snl but they're only going to ask her to perform a song on snl that people already know. They're not bringing a new artist to perform new shit on SNL. You have to perform <laughs> the hits. So the song must have already been a hit. He was all like, there's no way she'll do it. <laughs> you think, what do you think Do you think Bradley Cooper inserted that scene as like a diss to Lauren Michaels being like, I know you put on shit comics for your show, so I'm gonna put a shit comic and song in your show in my movie. It'd be that's real tough to uh, to to do that, and then just to make fun of Lauren Michaels to his face with a branded SNL. Like, it is incredible that they got to use the actual NBC studio. For yeah, it really this. is. Well, yeah. actually, they just. You know, when you purchase Alec Baldwin's contract, it comes with it. Comes with the SNL set. Oh, I thought it's like when you get SNL, you get a free Alec Baldwin. (laughs) Alec Baldwin's not allowed to leave. I actually low-key hate Alec Baldwin, so anytime I see him in this like anywhere, including this movie, I immediately just go. All right. Um, I mean, that's fair. He does creep me out. Something about him just it seems off. Like, he I just don't... seems wrong, right? Like, I agree. There's nothing like He just like, seems specific. wrong. <laughs> I, he definitely man. says the word. He says the word. You, you can tell. Sometimes you can just tell. Yeah. It looks like he <laughs> says the word. I feel yeah, like yeah. he had some takes with Tracy Morgan where he said the word. They had to be like, cut. You he did it again. Like, That's can't how do I that. feel. I feel you like he's almost... I feel like almost certainly there is a Me Too case against Alec Baldwin. Like, I... He don't know this. <laughs> hey, you know we're Allegedly. all going to get sued, Allegedly. right? We got to, yeah, thank you. We, had, we don't want to be sued by Alec Baldwin. Allegedly. Maybe we do. That'd be really good publicity. I don't. I do not. I, I do not. I, I do not. a We're fine. With Teach we, and my dad, we'll be okay. I don't know if I can be Alec Baldwin's lawyer, so I'm going to tell you that right now. My dad and you will join forces. <laughs> Jesus. Take us to, take us to court, Alec, please. <laughs> Don't actually. Um, Dex, go ahead. We gotta we gotta back up this slander with a little praise. Yes, Dex, please tell us. So we already know I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I saw this movie in theaters four different times. God um, dang, man. Stop it. Get some help. Ew. I've watched it at home four other times, so I've seen this movie eight times. Um fucking love this movie. Uh clearly it's not a perfect film. Um, like T just laid out, um, Jake and Caitlin have some very valid criticisms of this movie. You know, they might be right, but like maybe the other versions are better. And, I will be pausing you know, the podcast and ending it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Jake and Caitlin are right. Just maybe ends. they're right. I, I don't know. Wait, you know Jake, saying? can you actually maybe hear some closing now. music there? Like, <laughs> so, I've done it before, so yeah. Hell yeah. Do it. <laughs> What do you yeah, like about every this fucking movie? thing? <laughs> um, 
like you said, the first hour or the first, like until she meets the agent, this movie is basically perfect. Um, and then after that, it's not a big enough problem for me to like take away from that first hour. And Got it. the soundtrack fucking bangs. Like uh, you said, you hate I'll Never Love Again, but I fucking love that song, man. Like I cried all four times. I saw this in theaters and she sang that song. Wow. It delivered the perfect emotional hit for me like like lady gaga doesn't even actually cry like that's the fakest fake tear i've ever seen in my life like her eye isn't even red it literally her the tear comes straight down from the center of her eye instead of the tear duct it's kind of amazing is the fake you not like her performance in this movie like when she's actually think i actually think she is a really good actress i'm I'm just saying she's gonna crush it she just can't. I gotta cry. say, like, she clearly doesn't uh, cry on you. About fine. her tears, or whether or not they were real, <laughs> this movie fucking bangs. Like all, all of your criticism can be very legitimate, and like I understand, but like I just don't care at all. This movie fucking bangs. Um, yeah, I mean, I laughed, I cried. It had everything. Their performances were dope. Um, I won't say they were robbed of like their Oscars or whatever. Like, it's fine. Olivia Coleman got the best actress. It's fine. that It's not fine that Rami Malek got it, but, like, it would have been fine. Very much not fine. It's not fine that Rami Malek won anything for that shit film. <laughs> yeah, fuck Bohemian Rhapsody. But, like, if somebody else getting it would have been fine. It's not fine that Green Book won Best Picture, but somebody else winning it would have been fine. So, like, this movie wasn't robbed of, like, Oscars or anything like that, but it was probably my, it was my favorite movie of 2018, for sure. Um, yeah, just front to back, like, the soundtrack jams, the like the emotional hits of it all land for me. Um, the performances all land. Dave Chappelle is here doing his thing, being a wise old black man. I appreciate what a it. King. Uh, Eddie Griffin, like out of nowhere. <laughs> 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 I hadn't seen Eddie Griffin in a decade. I was like, what? This could have very easily been a movie where they like forget that black people exist, <laughs> like Perks of Being a Wallflower. But no, Bradley Cooper was like, I have black friends. Here they are. Let's go. Well, and also <laughs> they were like Anthony Ramos because they were like, we need a, like, and he's half black, half Latino. So it's like, and we he got our Latinx like representation. You know what I'm saying? He is the we hottest man I've ever seen. Representation. We got, we got everything. Like, Anthony we just Ramos. Awesome. So is Bradley Cooper hot? Like, I feel like Bradley Cooper yes. is pretty good looking. He's attractive, yeah. but I like ugly boys. And like Anthony Ramos has that <laughs> ugly hot thing. I get it. Where it's like it. his face is a little weird, but it's so good. It's Dude, so I good. Get it. Bradley, okay, this, makes, this makes sense. Bradley Cooper is hot as hell in this movie, man. He's hot. Like, I don't care. Like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, man. He was Bradley was Cooper there. is so hot he's, in this movie hot. that we were like, you got to leave your longtime girlfriend to date Lady Gaga right now. Yes. Like, their chemistry was so good that everyone was like they need to be dating in real life like we need this yeah. it's like the beard and the long hair of something where i was just like i can yeah i get it he, i get it the, the only thing that keeps me from it is he also reminds me of every guy i've ever been on like a first date with who was like you're so great and like everything's going really good and he's like a big dude and you're like this is kind of hot and then he says something really sexist and you're like i gotta go like they're like I that's definitely you. jackson maine for you jackson yeah, maine's no. probably got some takes i promise I, you yeah 100 percent. so that's why i'm like i don't it takes away from it whereas ugly hot boys never do that shit to you well i gotta tell you what's what's uh what's different from from trump is from everybody else at least <laughs> at least you'll yes. be different at least you'll be different <laughs> at least you'll be different you know, shout like, out to mr bitches back in the building 
Oh, you still be there. I mean, why not give him a chance, right? Get, you, I'm the king of second chances. Jackson Maine is definitely that guy who said now he's the president, so now we've all got to respect him and root for him. Like Wait, now that, that, That's Jackson Maine. He definitely did that. Wait, Jackson Maine is Big Mac of vibes. But <laughs> we allow okay. it. Uh, yeah, Jake? it's an A-plus movie for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, playing President Trump's inauguration three doors down in Jackson, Maine. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's what gets you the swing vote. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is time to let the old ways die. Drain the swamp. <laughs> I hate the establishment. That Black Eyes to- Open Wide song is way different now that we're talking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You need that Dude. Midwestern vote. You need the Jackson bump. Yeah, uh, I'm saying it's for the coal bump. miners. The coal miners really like some Jackson Maine. <laughs> a, ja- a Jackson bump is a pill stomped in with a boot. That's not the Jackson <laughs> bump I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, because that's too the ear. Too soon. I Actually, like I will, snor- I will start out my criticism with what country star is this famous that plays like aggressive blues rock country to the point where he could be recognized in any bar they're not that's a great point that's a great point they're not and i i'll talk about that here in a a little bit too jake but like yeah that's a great point yeah so beyonce is the only person who makes country music that is that famous and she's made like three country songs (laughs) i will say like the Go ahead, Caitlin. Oh, I was going to say, Beyonce was supposed to be the Lady Gaga right. figure originally, which I could Ooh, just, I'm as much, casting. okay, no, but I'm just going to say, no, Beyonce no, no, can't, casting, apparently. no, so Beyonce I love can't, Beyonce, she cannot act, she can't bro, act. that was not going to work, she, that was not going to work. She uh, single-handedly <laughs> ruined Dreamgirls, um, oh gosh, what's her name, made Dreamgirls better, Jennifer I can't remember Hudson? her name. Yeah, Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson, Hudson is the only thing that saves Mean Girl. Uh, not Mean Girls, Dream <laughs> Girls. I hate myself. Um, Jennifer there was Hudson. a reason that Beyonce being that famous was not the lead in Dream Girls. There was a very good reason for that because she's they were also, like, cool, she's great on the stage. Then it's like, oh, the line readings, oh, those aren't going so well. It's also like a good friend of mine was talking about Beyonce as like being a very well-trained vocalist, but not a naturally necessarily like the best vocalist you've ever heard. Like, cause she can't do like crazy rip, riffs. Her range is not really that large. Please don't get the like, Bayhive after us. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but, I don't know. Wait, I want to make sure that everybody knows that I'm in the Bayhive. So I love Beyonce. I don't But this movie does not work with Beyonce as the no, as the no. lead. It does. Lady not. Gaga is a perfect person for this. But yeah, anyway, sorry. I love how they Beyonce. Love how they would have to sell Beyonce as being ugly. Yeah. How are you going to sell Beyonce? It's like, oh my God, I don't like this part of my face. It's like Beyonce has a what perfect part face. Of your face? You, know what would, you know what would make that casting amazing is if they still left Andrew Dice Clay as her father. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I could have been Bruna! Oh my God, Bradley the Beyonce! Oh. The minute my mom saw Dice Clay on screen, though, she went, He's only famous because the mob, and then left. Like she left the room. <laughs> wow. and I was like, Where is this good. coming from? Oh, Beyonce's father, Andrew Dice Clay. Um, <laughs> oh. Sorry, continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, how would they say Beyonce's ugly? Sorry, yeah, continue. This film does not work with her. Yeah, that doesn't I mean, work at all. <laughs> I think 
I, I think Stephanie Lady Gaga is, is quite beautiful, so... She Lady is, Gaga. but she, she's, like, a more unconventionally... Like, Beyonce is very conventionally attractive. Yes, like, fair. And, Lady Gaga can at least say, I don't like my nose, and not make yeah. you laugh at the screen. If yeah. Beyonce was like, I don't know, I kind of hate my cheeks, you would literally laugh at the screen. You'd be like, oh, I'm... No, I'm Beyonce literally anymore. goes, I think my cheekbones are just too high. And I can't connect just... with this at all. <laughs> um... Beyonce goes, I've, I have split ends. Uh, <laughs> no, she I've doesn't. Been, She's never had a split end in her <laughs> life. Her hair's perfect and just flows. <laughs> um, so I made it pretty well known that I, I hate this movie on this podcast. It's my favorite bit. It's not funny, but I continue pushing it for some reason. Um, <laughs> Get under Dex's skin. I know. It's all I have. Um, you know, Dex came, went out to Judy Garland today, so now it's back on the table. Um, Canceled. <laughs> Retroactively to 1928. But, but now we're going to have the gays hating us, though. I will say, we, like, dodged the beehive, but if we say too much on Judy Garland, all the gays are going to come for us. Can we uh, not have both of those fan bases coming after us? Jake, continue your... They're the same fan base! Well. <laughs> we'll be wrecked! What? <laughs> Um, Go ahead, Jake. Truth be told, I, I I I agree with Teach. I think the first half of this film is actually is is really good. Um, in the sense that, like, as somebody that was raised in a house that dealt with addiction and like, you know, has hovered around that area myself, like, it 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 does start with a pretty good portrayal. Um, mm-hmm. The relationship between Ga and Bradley Cooper isn't strong for me and i don't i don't think they're like this beautiful couple or like this romeo juliet story of you know lover star-crossed lovers that are fated to fall apart i think this is a movie of enablers yes Uh, i don't i think this is a movie where lady gaga used i i'm never gonna say her name correctly what is that from i i keep saying it all i i say it too i is it is it a mulaney bit I thought it was from SNL. I thought it was from when she guest starred on SNL. It doesn't matter. Continue. Uh, But so my viewing of this film is that Bradley Cooper's Jackson Maine is a total creep. I mean, he almost forces her to spend an entire evening with him or not even almost an entire, like a complete from dusk till dawn with him because he's famous licks her fingers yeah granted is attractive but then essentially like forces her to leave her job forces her to come out to red rocks forces her on stage and it's all because he's famous now granted she wants to be a star like that is very obvious and this is a huge opportunity for her like launches her career but it's very obvious that she deals with his bullshit because he is going to give her her dreams and she enables it and there's the scene where he's just blackout, just shit-faced in the hotel room, and all of the band is making fun of him, and she, like, rubs the cake in his face and is making fun of him, and then immediately rewards his behavior with sex. That was such a weird scene. It, like, the, that scene being in a modern movie is super weird. It is cringeworthy Very as shit weird. to watch. It was also weird yeah. when he literally falls over, and she's like, don't worry, he does this all the time. Like, yeah. that is something you would... <laughs> what? Like... <I> <laughs> 
Oh my, my god! As long as, my problem with as that long, scene is that they're they're they have the door open with a host of their bandmates while he's rubbing cake on their face, and the, what they don't say is the pan over to the rest of the people going, "What the fuck is going on?" Which, at least in the first half, I, I kind of understand it because they know what the fuck is going on. But maybe well, they're about I to get of, freaky, freaky in here. I, oh, yeah. I kind of get the controlling thing like early on because, like, when you're early in a relationship, controlling can sometimes read as, "Oh, he likes me," like, or like this person gives a shit and yeah, wants to I mean, like. So at least I can like logically say, "Okay, that works." If we're but, forced to believe in this world, Bradley Cooper has '90s Garth Brooks, yeah, power to him as a country singer. I totally get it because, like, if this you know, famous singers coming to you and be like, come hang out with me, come on stage, write songs with me. You I'm know, taking like, a private jet to Red Rocks, though. Like, that's yeah, not like, like, I'm quitting my job. Also, that's a job like, that I already hate. Yeah. It's literally, yeah. No. And to be what fair, me? Anthony Ramos and her, I don't remember her best friend's name in the show, look at each other and it seems like they've like thought about this before, like quitting their yeah. job. And they well, kind I of mean, are like, let's go. Like that's, that's the fantasy sequence. Like if you have an unachievable dream, like that's what, and you're stuck somewhere you can't escape. Like that's the fantasy sequence. Like somebody comes yeah. in and is like, I will take yeah. you away. I don't fucking yeah. care what your problems are. I'm going. Which uh, is accurate with abuse scenarios. Cause like, isn't that, I, I've, from, being in like narcotics anonymous like in Al-Anon stuff like they talk a lot about like abusive relationships and stuff um when you're in meetings yeah and like one of the big things is love bombing on the front end so it is like a fantasy sequence in the front yeah. and then it becomes a fucking nightmare <laughs> like so Tracy Chapman fair. wrote this song which is this movie yeah. um <laughs> you got a fast <laughs> I'm gonna open with I'm gonna open this podcast with that song and everybody everybody's like, oh, uh, sad. <laughs> bunch of bunch of uh, sad boys on this podcast. Also, yeah. sidebar: I like that Jackson's personal driver looks like a John Favreau knockoff. <laughs> like they just. I mean, that's JJ Abrams' best friend. That's who I thought too, because I was just like, did they just want to ride on the Avengers fame and have happy yeah. in here? All right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so like my main criticism is that this is just a film about enablers and I don't believe the love story. I don't, I, I, all I see it is just everybody using Jackson for his connections, for his stardom, yes. which I don't understand why he has to stardom. Uh, I, I mean, even living in Texas, I don't see a country music singer being this big, but he is. Um, yeah. But the issue is, is that Jackson is a sympathetic figure, which is not right either, because he's extremely abusive towards everybody and obviously is battling extreme demons. But because everybody enables him, you're forced to look at him as a sympathetic figure when really he's the villain in all of this. And a huge problem I have is that the villain in this film is the manager, and he's the only person with fucking common sense. <laughs> the villain is stardom. <laughs> Which manager are you talking about? Are you talking about his brother or Cass, like no, 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 her? No, her manager. Her manager. I yeah. fucking. I actually. Okay, that's where I disagree with you. See, but everybody, everybody thinks he's sick, and like he sucks. His, his worst mistake is that when Jackson comes back from rehab, he looks yeah. at Jackson is like, you're going to fuck up again, which- What an statistics. asshole. Sorry to skip way yeah, ahead. That's one of yeah, my biggest issues. Statistics are on his side, but you don't tell somebody I'm recovering. That's, that my, that's why I was like, I don't agree that he's again. a good person. Hey, <laughs> but by every, the way, Jackson, you're going to fail. But everything- <laughs> Kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> 
but everything before that, like the manager is right. Like she is on the come up. Clearly she has enough clout to be on SNL. She's winning a Grammy. Like this is a cash prize for whatever the record label is and having Jackson falter and shit himself on stage. Like that's not a good look for him. So the manager's right. He can't be a villain. He's just a dick, but he can't be a villain. And so the ultimate villain, I guess, is the music industry. But even that's celebrated because she becomes a star. Yeah. So, like... I think the real villain is bad pop music. I think that's what we're <laughs> supposed to read it. I think we're supposed to read it as... The real villain. Ariana Grande <laughs> diss track. If, if you sell out, you're a piece of shit. And you, real, someone, you, and you cause Jackson someone to die. Somewhere. I have Who's said this. A bad song. A Jackson made somewhere loses wings and dies. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> the real villain is how criminally underused a singer, yeah, a singer, songwriter, <laughs> a singer songwriter in Nashville just dies every time you write. Like, uh, how are you gonna come around here with an ass like that? Whoa, WAP must have killed a lot of people. It's amazing. But WAP is brilliant. It's a feminist icon. I'm not. You have made us. The Beehive is going to be on us now. The Cardi and Meg fans. I love Cardi and Meg. Mostly Meg. Belay. I don't want to get canceled for this. We stole the first 15 seconds of WAP. They can't come after us. No, we, we gave them so much publicity in our Holes episode. Yeah, that's the most publicity we've given anyone. Um, but yeah, I mean, Cardi B needs our publicity. Just, <laughs> hey, thanks, One Take Podcast. <laughs> anyway, but sorry, yeah, Jake. That's all I really have is that it's, it's a movie that I, I think he really wanted to tell a story. And obviously there's the you know famous line that every song is just 12 notes and octaves and you can only change the notes to the octaves and really come out with the same song. It's just a new point of view. That's how that line went. Well, (laughs) I mean, that's essentially like you fucking took a movie that's been done before. That's been done before. That's been done before. That's been turned around with Jeff Bridges and Maggie Gyllenhaal and wild horse. Like, it's, it's the same story that's over and over again. So applaud you to Bradley Cooper for uh, trying to take a well-overdone thing and, and apply it to something culturally relevant to today. But all points were missed. And instead, the real villain here is the criminal underuse of Sam Elliott. Yeah. Well, I will agree with God, that. He's Go so like that. good in this film. Sam Elliott is incredible. And he's only he, in like three scenes and he crushes them. Man. You said like Wild that. Horse. That, the name of that movie, though, is Crazy Heart, which I think Crazy a lot of... Horse. Yeah. Cra- not, not crazy horse crazy <laughs> crazy horse, crazy horse is I, a rolling stone song <laughs> which Quack i think McCarthy novel crazy right horse. <laughs> <laughs> i get that reference actually but uh, <laughs> but uh yeah i think that movie this uh, this movie actually takes a lot from crazy heart uh, as as well which is a good movie it's all right uh caitlin go ahead i would like to say that sam elliott's mustache follows me on twitter um so i have to do proud by that community um amazing i love i love men with mustaches and that is my point of view um anyway so i actually completely agree with jake um i also don't like this movie um mostly for how it deals with addiction um i would go actually a couple steps farther than jake on this i actually think it could almost be harmful as a film um, to people who are in the throes of addiction and depression, be, mostly because of the um, ending scene with Bradley Cooper, um, the 
<laughs> we're supposed to feel bad that he kills himself and also everyone's told like don't blame yourself like blah blah like you couldn't have saw like this was a self-destructive path which is true but also at the end of this movie it is fairly true that he literally is a burden on everyone's lives and there is nothing <laughs> redeemable about his life so he should kill himself what the fuck are you talking well, no, about no but what i'm saying is no, that what are we, people what are we doing hold, on, here? hold on no i'm actually getting somewhere the number okay. one reason why people kill themselves is because they feel like they're a burden on people's lives and creating a narrative that literally says like well you might be like i think is really fucking weird and toxic and also like just not accurate like there's there were things that I'm sure about his life that he was contributing and she's only famous because of him and like she only cares about his addiction once it actually interferes with her life um, like yeah uh-huh. no I, I agree like nobody in this whole film yes. like he's surrounded by a whole posse and none of them actively seek to get him help yes. Andrew Dice Clay is the reason he goes to rehab 100% and like the only and the only reason that even happens is because he ruins the Grammys for her so public, yeah. and like so no one actually gives a shit about his addiction until it ruins her career in some way which i found just so fucking disgusting like dickory dickory doc you might have a problem buddy you need to go to rehab (laughs) (laughs) dave Chappelle finds him dead on a road and then i mean he's like you know what you should get married today that seems reasonable he's definitely not what happened that's literally what that is kind of what happened (laughs) that's not what dave Chappelle said he wasn't like you need to get married right now no but he he basically said like he basically was like she's good for you like maybe this is a good thing and then in the next scene they're having good together and then he's like get married dex you're wrong because he doesn't say you should get engaged right now but when they get engaged he literally says I know, Pastor. Why don't you do it now? He yeah, literally says that. Yeah, married today. Like, if he literally said, engaged. "Let's go do it." You have two witnesses. He says, That's "Let's get married I, today." Said, yeah, well, y'all are gonna get married. Get married today. But like, when he finds him in the bushes, he's not like, "Well, <laughs> get married. you're it's living a great life. Fast, you gotta get married." <laughs> it's pretty fast. It's within yeah. five hours. Yeah, it's like five hours. He didn't find it in the bushes like, bro, there's like, we can get you detox right now. We can get you to a rehab facility. Yes. I can make some calls. It's like, hey, come have breakfast. Oh, you're in love? Let's talk about that. Like, yeah. It's I so enabling. Don't like the way. So I also, like Jake, I grew up with addicts. My brother's an addict. My dad's an addict. And I've struggled with addiction in my life. And for me, I don't like the fact that a person with addiction and depression Um, is used as a prop in this film, which he quite literally is. He is a thing that she has to overcome to become a star. He's not an actual person. (laughs) Like, he is something that she literally has to surmount. And like- Who is this film about? That's the thing is, it's about Allie, and you use a person who's a depressive and an addict to make a story arc around her. It's weird. extremely problematic also don't forget that at the end of this film quite literally the character's brother literally says it is his fault that he is dead end of movie and it was like oh okay that's that's strange which i understand what they're trying to do because when someone kills themselves i get that it's not her fault but we probably shouldn't when someone dies you don't just go when someone kills himself you don't go it's his fucking fault he's not here like it's, it's, it's like when people 
It's like when people kill themselves and people say, well, that person was selfish. And it's like, well, yeah, because depression makes you selfish. Like, like quite definitionally, it is something that is a disease that makes you very self-absorbed and self-focused because you are so fucking sad. It is debilitating and you can't focus on other people. But to literally say after a man has died, like this is his fucking fault, that is heinous to me. I find this film almost dangerous. Like, Especially is- when the scene before the, bro- so the brother has two scenes to end the film. The scene, his, his uh, second to last scene is the scene where Bradley Cooper tells him, hey, I, I wasn't looking up to that. I was looking up to you and he has like a tear in his eye and I'm like, God, Sam Elliott guy is so good. Literally the <laughs> next time you see him is him blaming his own brother for his own death and I was just like, how do we, how do yeah. we put those two scenes together and make sense of them we have this emotional moment between these two brothers that obviously need to have a conversation. And then then literally the next time you see the brother, he is blaming his brother for killing himself. Sam no, Elliott tried to save I do that not man from that. himself his entire life. Yeah, like, the only person you can argue tried to help him is Sam. Like in this, like that character, I could argue did try to get him help, did care. Like, but we don't see it. Like we don't, I just can imagine that's true based on like mm-hmm. the narrative, but we don't see it. No one else actually in the show gets him help. And what I, I guess like also something that made me mad in that exact same scene is when he said, oh, I'm so angry. And I immediately was like, because you're mad he killed himself. That's so normal. And then he literally goes, because people act like they know him. Yeah. And I was like, that's like, so fucked up. <laughs> like, no, but that's, that's understandable though. Like, it is. A, I mean, that's definitely a, a thing. I mean, I've had a friend die of suicide and like they, all, which I'm trying not to say commit because apparently that's really bad. Um, commit makes it sound like it's a crime. So you say die by suicide or ah. attempted suicide. Um, but I'm really bad at it. I haven't gotten used to it yet. But he, like I had a friend who died by suicide and people pretended like they knew him and like wanted to be involved because of the drama of it all. But it's like when my friend died, I didn't immediately go, I'm so mad that everyone is pretending they know my friend. I was mad because he died. Like, which is, I don't know. It's it's just a weird- Happens with every, it happens with anytime anybody dies, right? Yes. Like not to, mm-hmm. not to take away from a suicide, but like anytime anybody dies unceremonious, uh, unceremoniously, yeah. but- suddenly it, suddenly thank everybody you everybody they've ever like passed in the hall becomes their best right yes, exactly I, completely like, agree. I, I part think next suicide to just adds drama so people, <laughs> i part next to that guy yeah. i think suicide just adds drama so people want to get involved specifically in that drama thing especially but with like, but with stardom to interrupt your point with stardom and the stuff it's like the yeah. radio stuff is true anytime yeah. like like they had, people hadn't played david bowie in years yeah like, not to make this about david Bowie, but like name the latest that's valid though art Star to die. It's like the same thing happened with Michael Jackson, where it's like yeah. when he passed away, like people, like we we hadn't heard anything really besides Thriller and like a little bit of time, right. like because he was because he was like well he was problematic <laughs> at the time because everyone was like oh like maybe he was he, problematic to y'all. Well, everyone was kind of like, is he a child molester? Like what's going on? Like Are we not doing on this road. I'm not going to. I'm just we saying. We have hit a lot of very controversial. Uh, things on this podcast and i i love it it's, it's, this movie <laughs> well, is thought provoking boom a plus well, no thought provoking doesn't mean it's good like i've i've thought a lot through perks of being a wallflower and i don't think that's necessarily human centipede is thought provoking <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the only thought but is gross i did i watched cry. a music video the other day about buffalo bills fans and it had me thinking for like six hours <laughs> why would you be Wait, a buffalo what? bill fan <laughs> 
<laughs> like, what is ha- happening in that city? I just, uh, this movie cold. made me cry. Yeah. This movie made me cry for an hour today after I watched it, and not for the reasons that it probably wanted me to. Not the same reason that Dex was crying. Your your tears were different than Dex's tears. Yeah, so for me, I felt really attacked, like, honestly. Yeah, if if you're a person that's hit a personal rock bottom, this movie hits you in a very hard way. Exactly, and, like, I got, I was there with my mom, and I literally was talking to her about how I just felt like a piece of shit, like, I started, like, apologizing to her, because I was, like, I just feel like this movie made me hate myself, (laughs) because I've ever struggled with addiction, because I've ever had to go to, I've been checked into a mental hospital before, um, without, like, my permit, like, involuntary check-ins that happened to me a couple years ago. And, like, I immediately was just like, oh, fuck, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> like, and I don't know. I think if a movie is, it's just, I know that they're both giant mental health advocates, and that's why they wanted to take this on in a way that other movies, the previous Stars Borns, have not taken on mental health and addiction in the same way. Um, even though they're all about mental health and addiction, but they hadn't really taken it on as strongly. And I think they really missed the mark. Like, I think they made a movie that was probably worse, like, in this regard. I don't know. The first half wasn't as bad. I think that is an accurate portrayal of addiction, like, where it's just kind of a casual part of your life. Like, it's an everyday thing. You just pick up up pills and you drink and, like, that's what you do. Um, At least that's true for me. I can't actually speak for, like, every person. But, like, I don't know. Yup. It made what me is, very what upset. Is, what was? <laughs> I don't think you and Jay gave it a grade. Like a C minus. Sure. Yeah, I'll get. I'll get a C. Okay. C's get degrees. It got a degree. Yeah. It won an Oscar, so it, it gets some sort of degree. That I doesn't mean anything. Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper has two Grammys. I think what, the acting what was really good. It? A plus. Okay, got it. I think so I'll bump, you know what, I'll bump it up to a C2 because I actually do think the acting was good. I think the script is a huge problem. The, um, I, I, I give this movie an A minus. I think it would have been an A when I first saw it. Um, I saw this back in 2018, coming off like a year of sobriety, which was a really like interesting time in my life. So like, like you were saying, like not to get too far into the weeds here. I know we're getting deeper on this podcast and we normally, oh, ha ha joke. But like, but like, it is sort of an interesting thing. They were saying like when the, the scene when he's in the, when he's in the, when in rehab and she comes in and it's like, it's not your fault and it's a disease and stuff, which was kind of on the nose a little bit rewatching yeah, it, but it, it does make you feel because I've been at that point where you're just looking at a significant other and being like, I am very sorry for yeah. pissing myself on a stage. Like whatever, <laughs> whatever that is. Whatever, no, whatever that is in the, in your life. Not yeah, whatever that is, whatever that is in your the life. Metaphorical I picked it up. I picked up on the metaphor. Oh, thank you for picking up on the metaphor. I, My wait, metaphor I is... thought Royden literally went to the Emmys and peed himself. <laughs> went to the Webbies and pissed myself on the. <laughs> he went to the, the iHeartRadio Music Awards. <laughs> the Peabody Awards for journalism. <laughs> Piss myself on the stage. No. The Peabody's. The Peabody's. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. That's a good pun. What? Uh, see, we're back to joking. Um, <laughs> we're back. Robin, Robin Williams used to have a really good joke to take from him. It was like <laughs> waking up from a hangover and being like, 
this is why I quit alcohol because you get that call like, I'm sorry, what? I took a shit in your tuba. <laughs> like that's sort of that's sort of what this is. It's like when you come out of an addiction, you're like, oh, I cannot believe that I did this, that, and the other. And those are things that you have to those are things that you have to deal with on your own time. And I do think that I do think that this movie does try to do something that a lot of films are scared to do. There's been a very few films that I've seen at least that take on addiction from like an honest perspective of how it makes the addicted person feel. And as far as how Cooper portrayed that, I feel I felt it was honest as far as like the way that he's always talking and he's not listening. And it's just sort of an, especially in the first half of the film where it's like, nothing is ever, nothing's ever like computing with him. It's just on to the next sort of thing. I feel like that's still just how the person that's viewing the person that's addicted feels though. Right. Like that's how they're experiencing the addicted person. Hmm. Cause like, I feel like when I've had issues, like I had a substance abuse problem, but I wasn't really an addict. Um, but like I went to meetings anyway, but, um, like when I had that issue, it was just more of like, and when my, my dad was an addict, which for like the first couple of years of my life, um, so I wasn't really around for it, but from what my parents have said, (laughs) um, it's, I feel like my dad's perspective on it has been like, you're trying, like you really want to be better for people. Mm -hmm. Like you just, I don't know. Like. I, I just think I don't think I'm I'm not like as thingy as like Machiavellian as this movie like as like, yeah. y'all think that y'all like like y'all are yeah obviously y'all have like your own perspective on it. I just like to look at this through a more hopeful lens than I mean it's not a hopeful that's movie at all. Like but like No, because I think that's interesting because I view this as a very fatalist movie. Like yeah. I feel like it's very like, ah oh, well, you're sick. That sucks. <laughs> like yeah. But yeah, I think if you can view it from a hopeful lens, I, I try imagine. like I try because it's like because doing, you know, being there and doing that thing and be the saying I'm sorry to to a loved one for for, you know, pissing in the hallway like yeah. in the middle of the night like it's just like not that that happened or anything but like throwing up on some rugs has never happened dog eating your throw up in the middle of the night that's like that's yeah. uh, my favorite is i one time tried to throw up in a trash can um when i was coming down off of coke and missed coke. the trash when i missed the trash can entirely went to my room this was when i was in college went to my room and I got a big group made for my hall and they were like someone fucking threw up in my room who was it you need to come and clean it up right now and I coming off of a coke height went nope and literally <laughs> muted the whole conversation <laughs> and someone told him at lunch Caitlin super threw up in your room and he tried to find me all day and I would just straight just, up hide just coke hiding <laughs> just like I was, so wait, I was 19 and I was like there's the no way until so he found you, you never cleaned it up oh no <laughs> and then there. what I did is day. he I found that I realized that by five o'clock he would have to clean it up because my friend was sleeping with him at the time so I went by at five and said, hey, I'm here to cl- th- clean up my throw up. Like, uh, let me like take care of it. And he was like, it's already fucking clean, Caitlin. And I was is, like, is five o'clock sexy time? Like, I don't, I don't. They just, that's when she, she's a comp side person. And like on Sundays. They were coming like, over the, for Bible study. I think so she, that's she when, figured out when their, when their dick appointment was. I just said, knew that I know that's when they were. it before I, that. I just knew they were going to fuck at like 530. So I was all like, Sarah. <laughs> 
I'm gonna go and like with you, like and diabolical. What an incredible, what an incredible cokehead thing to do. Just hide the entire day. (laughs) And then I was just all like, um, man, I'm so sorry. I didn't clean up my vomit and then proceeded to like get fucked up that same night. So it's just, anyway. I have a a buddy shit in the dishwasher. Who schedules their sex? They did. because no, no, no. who schedules it for five o'clock? Especially in college, it seems like a weird. I don't know. Like <laughs> yeah, oh, time I is know. meaningless I in college. I do know why because she was a computer science major, and all projects were due on Sundays at midnight. So, like, the only time that her gr- her comp size study group wasn't meeting was during dinner time, like oh. on all week. So she would go right before dinner, and they'd fuck, and then she'd go. They were eating dinner at five o'clock. That's our scheduled dinner. It goes from five to um, seven. Fucking military. Yeah, we had like we. It's a smaller school than y'all's. Like they didn't want to have people working for like five thirty. You better have that dick ready, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming in hot. Better not be the throw up in that damn dorm. Anyway. Speaking that's, of, that's 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 my um, real fun substance right abuse problem. No, I just had a buddy get so drunk one time he's shit in the dishwasher. So, <laughs> oh my god, that did you just like fun. turn it on and hope it went away? No, no, yeah, had, had to clean it up. No, what happened was is dishwasher I, waffle I, stop. Only <laughs> white people desecrate things in this way when they get drunk. Black people don't get drunk and shit in the dishwasher. Yeah, like that's not that's not our move at all. Yeah. <laughs> you mean to tell me a black person has never gotten drunk and shit themselves, sir? Oh, they I might mean, shit, shit on yourself. themselves, but they're not gonna shit in your dishwasher. No, he he shit himself. Tried to take off his pants, left the shitty pant, left the shit in the hallway, and then threw the um, <laughs> threw the shitty underwear into the dishwasher, thinking it was the laundry machine. <laughs> Holy shit! So, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of pissing in the hallway, I had a friend do that. So, shout out to that guy. You know who you are. Um, <laughs> I don't know, no. man. I think I think this movie. I, I'm I'm more. I don't view it through rose colored glasses as much as as uh jake and and uh caitlin whatever your name you is. view it through rose colored glasses i feel Wait. like we i feel like we have like those like stevie wonder glasses that are just like blacked <laughs> out <laughs> wait 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 no i meant that they completely i view it through rose colored glasses okay <laughs> more than stevie like he actually could see with the damn glasses and what's stopping him. Stevie <laughs> Wonder is blind. Stevie Wonder isn't blind. This has been proven. I'm throwing out some controversial takes today. The um, yeah, I view this through rose colored glasses more than I think y'all do, and that's fine. Like I can see where, like now that you're describing it to me, I was like, oh, uh, bad people all through this movie. Like yeah, I, I kind of get that. But I think they tried something here, and for some that it doesn't work. But I think for me and Dex, as far as entertainment value goes and stuff like that, it, like I, I, I think the entertainment value of this movie outweighs more of the problem than I think I had with this movie. And uh, the ending is sad as hell, and <laughs> that really uh, put it over the top, man. And you know, it's funny about the ending, though. Not funny about the ending, but uh, you see it coming from a mile away. Because he talks about, like, with his therapist or whoever is he's in rehab with, like, yeah, I tried to hang myself from a fan. 
And then it's just like, then he just pulls out a belt and you're like, oh, okay. So if, I don't know if anybody was shocked by that. Like I saw that coming from a mile away. But, I thought he was about to do the carbon monoxide thing in the car. Yeah, I did. I did, too. did. That's what I thought. That's how I figured he'd yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, I forgot where it is, but there's a scene where there's billboards with nooses on it, and then immediately the camera. It's the very beginning. beginning. Yeah. So wait, I was like, wait, oh, wait, 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 what? Yeah, there, yeah. There's a shot where before they turn into do, to go in the drag bar, he's like they stop, and it's his face, and there's three nooses on a. Uh, yeah, on a but he's talking billboard. about like. When he's talking about the kid like going to play baseball or whatever. Like, That's some weird ass imagery. Holy yeah. fucking shit! Yeah, it's, it's about, within like, the first five side or something like that. It's within the first oh five God. minutes of the movie. I never noticed that. I don't feel like I like Holy that. Shit, that makes me uncomfy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice it the Ew. first time I watched it, and then I couldn't stop noticing it the next seven times. Yeah. Oh my God. So I I don't know. I give this movie yes, an A he... minus. <laughs> he was destined to kill himself with a noose. That's what then. That's how that feels. Anyway, sorry. No, I, what if it had three belts movie, hanging? It would have been different. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a Hugo Boss. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just want to be the great Gatsby eyes. Like just watching him. Like, it's three, uh, it's three dogs looking, lo- <laughs> looking lonely <laughs> that you never came home. So Dex, when you watch this movie, do you root for it? Like what is... What do you belt? for the alley character? No, not the belt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not really rooting for anybody. I'm just along for the ride. Like, so, I don't see, know. I don't, that's how I felt when I watched it. Sorry, go ahead. Dave. I don't need. I don't need a good guy and a bad guy. Like, I'm just watching Got the it. story, you know. And the Got song's it. fucking bang. Like, <laughs> that's what this I is a. Mostly. This is a. The music in this film is really good. The music in this yeah. film is incredible. This is a soundtrack that, like, I listen to, and I don't listen to film soundtracks, but this is a film that, like, I'll just turn on Spotify and, like, listen to, I don't know, maybe it's time to let the old ways die or whatever it is. That song is a really, I feel like, actually does a better job of someone, like, talking about someone trying to get clean than the movie actually does. Like, that song is actually a very good song. Shout out Jason Isbell. Yeah, I that, that, when I left the movie theater the first time, I, I played old way. I, I played that song like three times. It, it's it's I think it's the good song. I think it's the best song in this movie. Do y'all have a favorite yeah, song too. in this movie? Um, that's definitely my favorite. That's mine. Are we like? Is this other than shallow category? Yeah, like, other than well, doing? I mean, I, I like, like it better than shallow. Shallow, shallow got Shallow's annoying. Not my favorite. Shallow's my favorite. Thing. It's still really good though. But I'm. I, I like. I like Trisha Paytas's version of Shallow when she is Shallow. But they left a couple bangers out of the movie. Like, uh, Digging My Grave didn't actually make the movie. Um, nope. And that song is dope. Uh, and Look What I Found also didn't make the movie, but that song is also dope to me. So, is Bradley Cooper really singing in this? Yes. Yes. And play the he piano is. and playing the guitar. Yeah. That is yeah. mind blowing to me that that's him. Fuck Rami Malik for getting that's that why, Oscar. Really yeah, good. that's why it's so annoying to me that Rami Malik, everybody was like, what a performance when it was like. How did just Rami like, Malik get, the, get that Oscar for lip singing when Bradley Cooper was quite literally up there making music? Like, that's Bradley Cooper. Partied with Lucas Nelson, Willie Nelson's son, for like an entire year, so we could I, learn how to live this rock and roll lifestyle and portray it correctly. Character. I didn't know that was him playing the guitar. I think I yeah. knew he was singing, but I didn't know he was actually playing the guitar. He mm-hmm. was crushing that shit. 
I, I knew it was him when I first watched it because there's a couple times that I actually think this is smart. They let him go flat. So there's a couple times that he's truly flat. Like he's not hitting the notes on. Mm-hmm. Especially the first song. Yeah, he goes flat all the time. And I'm like, that's actually kind of brilliant. It adds authentic, like authenticity, like whatever. Like, I actually think it was smart, but there's you can a- tell it's him because it's not very perfect. Whereas Lady Gaga is like, on mm. her notes. Like, he's directing a- the film and he's singing and yeah. playing the guitar and the piano. <laughs> this that's, is what this I'm guy saying. Had 19 jobs in this movie. That's, that's fascinating. <laughs> Just for cool. LeBron Battle. James leading in <laughs> points, assists, steals, <laughs> rebounds, blocks. Like it's like carrying <laughs> carrying an injured Kyrie Irving across the finish line. <laughs> that <laughs> is crazy. It's like when he would lead the Cavs with like uh I don't even know like I uh, can't even make the right like Tristan Thompson's the second best player. Like that's like fucking okay, Ilgalskis. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have uh, known that the guy from Limitless could do this? This is crazy. The guy from the asshole from uh hangover? the hangover? The hangover. No, <laughs> not not even the hangover. I was thinking um Silver Lightning's the, the wedding no wedding crashers. He's an asshole to a lot of films. He um, is. There is a there is a through line in this movie though that 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 Caitlin makes a good point where they is like he's not supposed to be the best singer but he's is like an elite guitar player yeah. and that's sort of what he like what he's really good at especially like the Roy or- Orbison tribute something that I noticed <laughs> where he was like where he's like we well, still so fucked up but like he's so good at what he does he sound, he like, made it sound so good but like he was like. He was like holding the note for too long, but it still yeah. felt like it worked. Like it, I was just like, "Damn, that shit is good, man." Yeah. So it's like there's a through line there where it's like, "I've d- I I know how to do this. Like I'm good. Like it's just like whatever." But I I do think, like you said, he had 19 jobs on this film. So the fact that he wasn't rewarded really at all. I mean, people realize it, but like the fact that he wasn't rewarded at all, and Rami Malek just got to do a P- very PG-13 version of. Freddie Mercury's life. Freddie Mercury would have hated that film. Freddie Mercury as anyway. <laughs> I uh, sanitized the shit out of Freddie. Yeah. You can't make a PG thirteen movie about Freddie Mercury. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Rhapsody and all the Oscars that it won. Like, yeah, fuck, fuck that movie. Best editing. <laughs> I just also am like, but it's like. Everyone that wants to make a different Freddie Mercury also wants to make him only gay. And I'm like, you can't do that either. And that's by erasure, but we, we can't talk yeah. about that. That's no fine, to, but it was no like No one a, wants to deal with a bisexual Freddie Mercury. <laughs> it's fine, but I will always say he finds out he has HIV and then looks at oh. it also has HIV and goes, oh, and they're just like, oh. Oh. walks out of the hospital. Like, what are we doing? Oh. That was the best actor. Okay. Um. Anyway. Egerton. Just, just yeah, robbed also. Robbed yeah. also. He was Different. really good. Um, His Elton John was really sad. So I don't like to answer your question, Jake. Way back when you're like, who? What kind of the this blues, um, hard rock country is, is this famous? There's not. The, all yeah. these guys, like all these Texas country guys, sound like this, and they're almost only famous in like Texas and Colorado. Mm-hmm. Like there Louisiana. used to be figures like this, like Johnny Cash back in the day. Elvis right. Presley, sure. star- Elvis Presley started off as a country music yeah. singer, so it's like I mean there used to be, but I think that's it was also the show was originally written in the time where it's like you have a Johnny Cash figure, like so yeah, well, it doesn't and 
country stars as much as we shit on the like country girl shake it for me girl like they uh they like hop in my truck and drink some beer girl red solo cup yeah like i feel you he makes a very different kind of music than that so yeah as much as as we shit on that that is super famous those people are hella famous they sell out arenas so yeah, like yeah. but it's different so it's interesting though that you said that i guess they wanted something that was so real and original to the mu- to the music to the country and blues music that they could look at lady gaga yeah. and be like you stink like when, I, when well, she comes so out like, with a pop song but yeah. yeah in my head like all i do is i'll just replace it like let's just pick lucas nelson the guy he bases sounds in playing and like even his look off of if he showed up in uh even a drag bar in new york nobody would know who he is yeah yeah but yet bradley cooper shows up and immediately it's like oh that that's jackson may that, that's i mean there's like three but, people who talk to him <laughs> i think but like, still like he's recognized and she punches like, one of them <laughs> he sells out red rocks which is like even today is still an accomplishment like bands to sell out red rocks or even get there is a huge huge deal because that means like you've made it if you haven't been there before and he's still doing it and i don't think this person exists in this world especially to such an elite level that they can take somebody off the street and make them huge i think it used to exist because like even like i I started thinking about eric clapton sometimes had a sound like this occasionally like steve winwood could sound like this sometimes so there were like old rock stars that were very inspired by country music which is kind of more what i think jackson maine is is like he's a rock artist that's a little bit more more like a rock artist that is doing some country stuff yeah yeah so i think that's more what his sound is because it leans i think a lot heavier on rock progressions than country progressions but like still that person doesn't exist in 2019 like no. or 2018 when it was made i couldn't remember what year it released but yeah that person doesn't exist you like want, that mean, music's not popular i guess they would have had to like have drake as the person who yeah, yeah that- i guess like, they would have, to have like kanye west is like the crazy kanye that west feels movie. really real right now <laughs> discovery some chick on the street <laughs> jay-z looking at kanye west and be like you stole my fucking voice <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, Taylor Swift, Kanye West, yeah. A Star Is Born. Uh, that no. would have been an interesting movie. Now, there. Oh if God, you wanna... adding racial politics to this relationship <laughs> would have been wild. Oh my God, that would um, have been wild. If you Probably want a band that sounds, if you want a band that sounds like this, which I think you know, the, uh, there's been a lot of things based off of it. Go listen to just a little plug. Go listen to Whiskey Myers or the the guy that I sent you, uh, Dex Cole Wetzel. Like Alabama that's who, shakes can sound like this. Yeah, that's too. who this is. Oh, All right, the yeah, Alabama makes shakes. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, this kind of feels. I just thought of it. Alabama shakes kind of sounds like this, where it's like a rock country thing, mm-hmm. and they were popular for a second. So like maybe like until they broke up. Why they the ruined it? I love Alabama shakes. I do too, <laughs> but they broke up. I know they broke up though. The Black Keys also a little bit, but yeah, the Black Keys can sound like this too. So yeah, their their original stuff. Yeah. The um, so what I got. I mean, we can go through some notes. Go ahead, Jake. What did Alabama Shakes become? She's something bitch, electric bitch, something. I thought she just went by Brittany, I, whatever her last name is. I think she just she goes might, by her name. She formed another band, but anyway, Marina and the Diamond sometimes goes by electric bitch. Is that what you're thinking of? Nah, it'll come to me later. 
Anyway. What do y'all think of the fact that Lady Gaga, who's like a, obviously an active musician, is doing a movie that has a commentary on like what kinds of songs and what kinds of um, like artistic output are valuable? I thought Especially that was when I thought her the, early career was kind of like... Yeah, I thought the politics of that point. were a bit weird. I thought it was it was just weird to see a pop star, like a current pop star, in that role who like releases commercial music is like... You know, we don't know what kind of music she's going to make. Obviously, she has a sense of what kind of music she's going to make in her future, but we have no idea what the end of her career looks like. And so I find it was very interesting that she is literally playing a person who was making this rock music and country music, but then, like, makes this pop song, and we're supposed to read the pop song is bad, and, like, somehow, like, that kind of music is less valuable than the other kind of music, even if people, more people buy it. I just found it really fascinating to have like an active musician in that role. I don't know, but she also the kind of person that literally made like a jazz album with Tony Bennett. So like, I don't, yeah. So like, I don't I, know. I think even on her pop side, I think that she, I, I, I would imagine that she thinks that the pop music that she makes is like an elevated version of pop music. I don't think that she thinks she makes the same kind of music as Katy Perry. In terms yeah, of quality, think, not just in terms of message. I was also going to say, I just looked it up, but right before she started production on this movie, she released If It Happens to You. So she was already going through a phase of trying, because the production on it started in 2016, she released If It Happens to You in like 2015. Got so it. it's like, I feel like she was going through a phase, not a phase, but I think she was really trying, because If It Happens to You, if I really remember correctly, is like her first foray in trying to do something serious. Mm. Um. Production on this actually started in like 2012 with like Clint Eastwood, but I think when she got signed on was like 2016. But yep. I, I'm just gonna like I think that the commentary isn't really about like pop music itself being bad, but about like dishonest music being bad. Like that's the whole thing. Yeah. So I don't I don't think Lady Gaga would call her own music dishonest. Oh no, because even Dis- like her poppy. Even her poppy uh, songs, like... You ride on my disco stick. Don't think <laughs> too much. Just ride that. <laughs> like, I mean, what's dishonest really about that? honest. <laughs> you like, that sounds honest to me. Yeah, people have sex. Like, I don't... Like, what's not dishonest about that? No, no woman really wants to take a ride on that disco stick. I'm oh, kidding. Well, wait, so all I, of us do. We all love sex, but... I was going to say, I don't want to live in a world where women don't want to take a ride on I was kidding. It was a but yeah, because like even her like current poppier music, like Chromatica was like extremely poppy or whatever. But yeah. like she had songs on there like Free Woman and all that that but are more was... like meaningful and honest and whatnot. So also, I think Chromatica was her wanting to interact based on like interviews I like was reading. Was also her wanting to like interact a lot more with like the K-pop scene that's like going on right now, which is the also K-pop why song she... is fire. What, what is it called? Like pink? <laughs> sour <laughs> candy. So good. Sour candy. <laughs> That's our bangs. It's Do we so agree good. with Jackson Maine's premise, which is that you know the the real music that is going to really impact people is honest? Because I would disagree with that. I Only real music is going to last. Some All of my favorite music is, are, is full of lies. There's nothing better than rappers that lie in music. That's literally <laughs> the yeah. Well, it's There's, like my favorite songs are full of lies. I love them. Some of it's for like the dream of it, right? And like storytelling and like put that on a, a t-shirt. Of- my favorite rappers lie a lot. T <laughs> they do. My favorite rap <laughs> songs are chock full of lies that I know are lies, and I'm still like, man, that shit sounds great. But it's also for like the fairy tale, right? Like that, like they're so rich and successful and get so many bitches, like blah 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 blah. Like it's part of the fun. Like I think that's why I like stuff like that. I love Kendrick. Like well, and- like the. The favorite rap oh, lies are like lie. about how much coke they sell. Like, yes, those those are the best. There's that's no, the they thing. don't sell drugs. <laughs> I know those are the best lies. Like 
when your coat comes in, you got to use the scales they weigh the whales with. Like, that's amazing. Yes. Like, <laughs> I want those kind of lives. What? Your bathtub lifts up and your walls do a 360. I need those. Like, how can you How can you not appreciate a man telling you that his bathtub lifts up and his walls did a whole 360? And he says, we got the shit that the government got. Like, that shit but is that's like, also wow. interesting because, like, that was also, like, one of the big – I just think this is interesting. That's also, like, one of the big debates between, like, Tupac and, like um, – biggie smalls because like we are touching on so many places here well but like I sorry i was just like thinking about it where it's like everyone We're like an hour and a half in and have not even gotten the notes we won't even get i don't, to I don't know how we're gonna do notes today but like everyone always shits on like tupac because it's like he actually came from kind of like a middle class upbringing and like he's talking about like being in all this like gang warfare and it's like your mom's like a revolutionary like revolutionary figure like you guys always had money like you're fine whereas like biggie smalls like actually came from like the bronx and like was genuinely really poor and like that debate on like telling the truth whereas like tupac doesn't as much like in some ways like everybody thinks they want that. their rappers to tell the truth but yeah. one i don't think they want their rappers actually living the lives of the rappers. yeah no they don't too. i didn't know a lot Lil they think shot himself. i didn't oh, know that's Lil true. Wayne shot himself until i was in like high school <laughs> he did actually shoot himself i was like wait no someone else didn't shoot him he shot himself <laughs> But if I was like Little Wayne, I definitely would have told people that someone else shot me, but he definitely told us the truth that he shot himself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, like, nobody really wants, me like, too. rappers to get successful and then, like, just talk about being successful. Like I completely agree. Drake, like, had a lyric about that where it's, like, people, like, I don't remember the exact lyric right now, but it's basically, like, once you, like, start actually having money that you're rapping about, nobody wants to hear about anymore. that shit. Yeah, yeah. my retirement fund is dope, yo. <laughs> yes, I don't want to hear Drake talk about any of that nice ass house or bunny that he has. Fuck that yeah. shit. I'm not trying to hear that. Yeah, we want started from the bottom. Like we don't care about that. That shit's unrelatable. <laughs> Whereas, like, I don't know. My favorite songs are songs I can just play. Like, I like two songs. I like really honest, sad songs that make me want to cry. Or I like songs that are like really fucking vapid and stupid and really fun and are about like getting ready, getting dressed, and gonna go fuck dudes. Like that's getting ready to get dressed and gonna go fuck dudes that that sounds like a great song right <laughs> last night by Katy Perry? yeah last <laughs> <night>. basically <laughs> why did you sing last night to the tune of tiktok i hate it <laughs> yo it's so cool to save your money my 401k is busy <laughs> my 401k i is am bitching. currently investing in property Jay-Z put out a whole album about like investing and wearing button-up shirts and shit and everybody was like, dude, fuck out of here. Like, tell us about the drugs. The only good nerd love the, is, like, um, because the internet. Because the internet. I love the uh, the Family Guy skit of Will Smith where it's like, <laughs> I don't cuss in my records and when I go on a date with women, I don't kiss them unless they say they want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Get a part-time job so you can help your parents pay for school supplies. I, <laughs> I was showing my mom Childish Gambino, like, the other because I realized, like, I've been listening to, because Spotify did that stupid, like, what artists have you been listening to, like, the longest or, like, whatever, and it was, like, Childish or whatever, which I've been a big fan of his for a while. So I showed him to my mom because I was like, I really like Childish. Like, like let's listen. And she just goes, I don't like this kind of rap. You know what kind of rap I like? Will Smith. Will Smith was <laughs> oh, a good rap. Oh, oh my god. Hey. So, <laughs> yo, my around now. I was like, so you Party don't like rap? 
Oh my god, dude. When I was doing my ride yesterday, Miami came on. I was like, fuck, this song still bangs. Like, I don't care. It's good. Yeah, he does have some jams. Like, getting jiggy with it, I I can still get jiggy with it. Still sounds pretty good. But Will Smith's songs are mostly horrible, but but getting jiggy with it still sounds great. Um, White ladies in the middle of Texas love them. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, 10 year old Royden really loves Switch when that came out. Oh my fucking God, Royden. That song. That song gave me like headaches. That shit is so bad. I was like, I can't believe he's still making this music. What did he come out though? He did come out though recently with a couple like stuff where he was like going in on like, I'm shit. I'm the shit. I'm Will Smith. I'm dope. Like that's. Oh yeah, he, he was came rapping with, on something recently. He came it out was, with a couple. Uh, Joyner Lucas put out a song dedicated oh to him, God, and he, yes, hopped on, he hopped on the that's remix. That's what it was. And, like demolished <laughs> Joyner Lucas. Because, I mean, it's Joyner Lucas. Joyner Lucas is trash. He's one of those people who's too honest in his raps, so we don't want that. It's God like damn. all your honest rappers are like Joyner Lucas, Logic, Eminem. Like nobody's trying to hear yeah, that shit. I'm not Eminem. trying to know that shit. I once dated a guy who had an Eminem tattoo. I thought you were going to say, I was that was Eminem. That's a red flag. That's a big <laughs> no, red flag. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. No, I just immediately realized I couldn't have sex with him. But like, I was also like, we're gonna see how long I can just let this go. (laughs) When he comes, it's when he comes, it's four ports, four (laughs) ports. I'm coming. I'm coming around. Moss spaghetti. Moss spaghetti. He still slides into my DMs. To this day, M&M? so really, I'm, why no, would you get you. an Eminem tattoo, man? Eminem tattoo guy it's has on, Dorito fingers it's for on sure. his shoulder, it's on his shoulder, and it's just the E like it's the Eminem E. And also, he has a lazy eye. <laughs> oh, I, too I, much I, I feel like Dew. I know this person now, <laughs> person. it's from the Mountain Dew for sure. It's from, Mountain Dew much, that to his eye. it's from from too much Mountain Dew and saying like he hates his mother. He loves his mom. His mom bought Calling people snake. the N-word on Warzone. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> he also has a pet snake. Oh, he would have a pet snake. That makes oh, yeah, so no. much he sense. He 100%. Much this person is a walking stereotype. I know this person. Did he, have this person a, did he have an Osiris shoes, too, and a Cookie Monster hat? <laughs> this person drives a 1998 Dodge Neon. No, so he drives a Scion. Oh, okay. um, I don't know so what kind of sign. How much weed did he smoke? Did he smoke when he oh, woke up? Did he so wake up much that yeah, when he he tried to smoke me out and I literally passed out. I love how we I all know like... this person. Like we've yeah, all we all encountered know this, guy. this dude. We know this guy. And I how, avoided how having sex Orlando with him for two years. That, that would have been the worst <laughs> sex of your life. Wait, you did actually have sex with this person? No, I didn't. Oh. But he keeps the worst sex of your life. He wants me to be his girlfriend very badly. That'd have been the worst sex um, of your life. He has a huge no. dick, so who knows? But he. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? Maybe that's the secret of a star is born. That Bradley Cooper has a huge dick. <laughs> well, yes, that's definitely. <laughs> Lady Gaga is like, I mean, oh. <laughs> I mean, uh, the okay. drinking is bad, but like can, when he when oh, he I can actually get hard. Can I what? also say my my least favorite scene of this entire movie, besides everything I've just covered, was the bathtub sex scene, in which I was like, that would hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it never feels great. <laughs> never feels like you think it's going to. It's not romantic, it just hurts. Guy, the most unbelievable thing, since we're on Bradley Cooper's dick, 
the man is drunk 24-7. Nothing is working down there. Yeah, I was going to say, like... He has surpassed whiskey dick, and that's just how he operates now. <laughs> and he is just capable. His dick evolved. His dick evolved. <laughs> he is on every gas station pill. <laughs> he will reproduce. Just, like, human beings will find a way. Nature will find a way. What is that Jurassic, Jurassic Park quote? Park. <laughs> yeah, I watched that recently. That's why, um, he, man. That's why him and Gaga didn't have any Park kids. Park is fucking just, awesome. It's so yeah, good. It will be so much fun. It's so good. Um, oh god, I love that movie. It makes me so happy. We should. By the way, every man should request if we do a Jurassic Park. Episode. Can we do Jurassic Park next? Next. Yeah. Shout out to you, every man. We're doing Jurassic Park. Man, Jurassic oh. Park is so good. So good. I love how disorganized this was this week. <laughs> I mean, it's 2,000th episode, or 2,000th download. <laughs> this is our 2,000th episode, holy it's shit. It's a celebration. I mean, if we kept doing it like two, three episodes a week, we'd be on track for episode 2,000. Let's do it. No. I will say okay. the most accurate thing in this movie is when he's drinking so much and they go back to the hotel room and she's like wiping herself down. And it's just like like wiping her armpits and wiping herself down. And then they come back and he's already asleep. That was so yeah. real on a variety of levels. <laughs> Just like, ah. <laughs> literally me, A, literally me anytime, like, you're, like, four dates in, and you're, like, this is the first time, like, we're going to do this. So you, like, are, like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and, like, freshen up, and you're literally, like, just sticking, like, a cloth down your pants, and oh you're just, like, God. please, dear God, <laughs> like. Something, can I we get it to the Anthony Ramos just being like, girl, you better get back in there and figure that shit out. Like, don't look at me. <laughs> just the girls giggling behind him, too. I was like, God damn it. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, him not being gay in this one. I, I was shocked by that. I thought he would have been the Ramos gay. Anthony Ramos is a very straight man. No, I thought he was going to be the gay best friend in this movie, but he wasn't. So He dates Jasmine Cephas Jones from the, um, the But then he's passed out and wakes up in the morning ready to go. But, like i know you're not awake but i am uh, which also did creep me out because they've never had sex before and he just very strongly initiates that in a very he's, like but remember that he's a celebrity i'm sure all of his sexual interactions start that way i'm sure he was very forward i'm sure there was no like let me get you all warmed up and ready i'm sure it's just like all right, it's go time. He like, just put it in. He was Ryan's like, right. That his morning breath must have been the worst thing. Oh God! Him. Wake up! I smell like gin. He just woke up Which, and hit resume. <laughs> filled up that. He opened up his mouth and it filled up that whole house. Also, he didn't take a shower either. He was on stage for 10, 10 hours, sweating and shit. Like that dude's balls smell like shit. <laughs> she she went through the whole process of wiping herself down and he smelled like complete shit and he was just like fuck it sex is happening now i just like i'm jackson he man goes, bitch he we're implying that jackson from, like, kissing her shoulder anyway what we're implying that jackson maine has any like hygienic habits at oh, all that he he might be disgusting. He smells disgusting. He smells like Matthew McConaughey. He definitely <laughs> smells. <laughs> he smells like Post Malone looks. <laughs> Shout out Grapevine High School. Oh my God, that's right. He's from Dallas. Wait, he's from Grapevine? Yeah, he went to my high school, Grapevine. Aww. Wait, I almost wore my Briar Hill shirt. That's where my brother the... went to high school, Briar Hill. Shout out. Uh, come on the pod. Briar Hill. Um, the entire, the entire 
Not high school. Yeah. Sorry, that's where he went to middle school. I forget what the. That's why was. he did that. That that his Crocs drop at that one oddly specific Chicken Express because it's the Chicken Express he worked at in high school. Whoa! That's the um, the thing that we just glance over in this in this entire thing. His dad was sixty three and knocked up a seventeen year old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is a lot. Yeah. That's tough. It's like my mom, my mom was just shy of 18. They're like, whoa. And then later on, I was like, my dad was 63 when I was born. I can, hold on. Can we do one bit of math here? Um, <laughs> 63, uh, you say? Yeah, that was a that was a weird thing to put into the film for sure. I was like, why, it, why does that exist in the movie? How else could you get to have Sam Elliott? It's to explain <laughs> Sam Elliott. Uh, it's yeah. literally yeah. just. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's They're literally like to explain explain why you have a seventy year old brother. <laughs> I love that Bradley Cooper just wanted to steal Sam Elliott's voice for this movie and then work backwards to get him in the movie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I want to sound like Sam Elliott or uh, Jeff Bridges for sure. And he was just like, "We got to work this one out. It's it's going to be either one of them. We got to make Sam Elliott my brother, and he basically raised me, so my dad is dead. But the age gap." Hmm. How do we do the this? voice just crushes in this? God, Bradley Cooper is great. This movie, I'd like to upgrade my grade to a to a B plus because Bradley Cooper is so fucking incredible. In this the, film. the best th- scene in this movie is um is first of all, how dare you punch Sam Elliott? How dare you? <laughs> like, how, how how dare how dare you walk up on him? He's an old man. First of all. But uh, he's spry. You couldn't be doing that to old man. Yeah, and exactly. But the best acted part of this movie is him grabbing his face like Fredo. <laughs> like it's just like it you stole you. my fucking voice. Why'd you steal my? <laughs> and, and and him then Bradley Cooper just leaning on him, going, "It's because you didn't have nothing to say." And I was just like sitting there going, "Oh, <laughs> ow!" Like it's just like, and he's like, "I'm fucking done." You were already drunk, pissing yourself a swan song. I will say, he... to, to tell his to tell him that his dad washed away in a flood was just like he's gone. Like, oh, yeah, it's like it, goddamn. <laughs> you don't it, you don't give a fuck about your dad. Shit. <laughs> it must be hard though to grow up with like Sam Elliott though, because like you realize like you're never going to be the actual man. No, like because Sam Elliott is so much the man. Like he is the most masculine man I've ever seen in my that life. That dude's so hot, man. He, he is so hot. so hot. It's him and Tom Selleck. I don't get it. They both age like fucking gods. Like I don't. Tom Selleck, not so much. Tom Selleck kind of like melted butter at this you. point. That is a I just fucking saw melted line. butter. <laughs> him and Blue Bloods, like I do it. I'd a hundred percent do it. You so, also want to reverse old movie. What? I was about to say. You also I want to reverse mortgage on your home? Yeah, I do. Dude, that commercial <laughs> is like five minutes long. Let me you tell you, so I'm not stealing your home. I'm Tom Selleck. Oh <laughs> natural Tom's... black mustache at 88. Tom Selleck and Magnum P.I., though. Yeah, yeah, I get it. There's, oh, also, there's also a gif of, uh, from Roadhouse of um, Sam Elliott putting his hair up into a... <sighs> into a ponytail mm-hmm. that's completely yeah. right also sam elliott when he was like in his 20s was actually really fine still like he like has aged great and actually looked really good when he was younger like actually not, a looking guy surprisingly not from the south that voice is just natural he's just from oregon well that makes wow, sense oregon 
The bushes can, are also from Oregon, yeah. right? Like you can, you can get gravel from Oregon. He has such yeah. a great voice, man. I'd love it. The it's Oregon Trail. <laughs> While we're lusting, Lady Gaga. Lady She's Gaga. Fine. <sighs> Madam, yeah. Madam yeah. Gaga. Yeah, I love her Please. calling herself ugly the entire movie, and it's like, okay. It was like, where they do that at? <laughs> I didn't I wear makeup. She stood up out of that bathtub. My God. <laughs> She's so fine. She's so small. She's like five foot one. Like, good for her. Person. Good for her for hang, hanging with. I don't like her character, and I should have said this in my initial review. I don't like her character as much as I did originally. Um, kind of for some of the reasons that y'all are saying is that she kind of hangs around. I, and I also feel like there's more layers to Jackson Maine that need unpacking than there are to her just wanting to be a star. But like, can, can, she's good. It's incredible that she hadn't really acted. I mean, she'd done, she'd been a performer her entire life. She was so an American not, Horror Story at this point. Oh yes, that's true. She won a Golden yeah. Glove for American Horror Story. I thought so she, she does a pretty bang up job. Not, not an Olivia Coleman type beat Olivia Coleman job, but I thought she did a great job. Yeah. I think I'm, she's fantastic in it. She's subtle, yeah. which is like what you need. Like she doesn't overdo it ever. Let's wildly speculate. What happens to Allie's career now? She uh, becomes she... uh, Ariana Grande. It's the same story. You think she... <laughs> nah. well, mm. Who did Ariana Grande marry? R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Mag. R.I.P. Mag. Jackson Maine yeah. slash uh, What's the face? Mac, Mac Miller, Miller was not Miller. more famous than her at well, the no, time. I, I get that, but that's neither was Jackson Maine. Technically, becomes, she becomes no. uh, Ariana Grande, and she she drops God as a woman, and it changes. Oh, this, Dude, I'm with it. <laughs> I only recently listened to a Mac Miller. I listened to his last album, like, so good, recently, and it's I actually good. really liked it. Circles is good. You can don't you go, can ca- wait, you can kind of tell. Too. Don't go too you far. You listen back. to his the actual movie, last album or the posthumous album? The posthumous album, sorry. Uh, the one that, yeah. And it was really Listen good. to the actual last album. Like listen he, to the like actual the last, last album. That's really before good. he died. I just, yeah. he got really experimental with it in the posthumous album, though. And I thought that was kind of fun. Like, Don't he like, played with far. genre. Shout there out was a, there to was a moment where he figured it out, but before he figured it out, it was some, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. But I kind of get the like, hype uh, now. I don't give a lot of like rap artists a chance because they can be just so hit or miss. So racism. it's like <laughs> racism. Even Mac Miller. Yeah, gets a white man. <laughs> Mac Miller. She only Shout out to his Tiny Desk concert. That thing bangs to this day. What song? I fucking yeah. love Tiny Desk. Allie tiny definitely does a tiny desk uh, a couple years after Jackson Maine does. Oh, hundred percent, she does. Her tiny desk <laughs> would slap. Do you think, <laughs> do you think well, she performs Jackson Maine songs? She has a hundred percent. She has to. That's how you capitalize. So and, like, she out, wrote some of them. She puts out a. She puts out a title. She puts out an album called For Jackson Forever," and yeah. uh, <laughs> and it goes so, multi-platinum. So really, my question is: Do you think she writes? Because he was an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she rides Jackson's coattails even in his death? Like, uses oh. his suicide through the tour and, like, a couple records later? Yes. Uh, yes, and Dex hates this the, sec- the sequel of this movie because that's all it is. is her just using 
and pimping out his image to make more and more Dude. money and become the biggest she's thing an, in the world. She's queen enabler. Like, she does yeah. not actually give a shit. Like, yeah. that, first she's of She's going to definitely that, downplay uh, her role in it, for sure. Oh, that, yes. that manager, whatever, agent, whatever it is, first of all, is never saying that he actually talked to Jackson before oh, he died. He's the first one to suggest. I think we do. Uh, I'm going to Jackson from from Johnny Cash. I think we do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I think we, we I think we do a cover of that, and then also I think we do uh, several renditions, an unplugged rendition of uh, uh, whatever the shallow. Yeah, we go <laughs> live from Maine. We yeah. broadcast it in all movie theaters. It's a Maine to Jackson, Mississippi tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're going to make a bajillion dollars off that man's dead uh, image. Come into HEB for your Jackson, Maine lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Limited time only, just like him. From Jackson, oh, no. Wyoming. <laughs> I did not like that joke, Raiden. Sorry. I really, no, I liked that joke a lot. Oh, I thought, you said, <laughs> I thought you said you didn't like it. I no, was like, I, did, I, did I, it. I did. I did indeed say I did not like that joke. Oh, <laughs> and they definitely use his songs for the next Trump rally. He's from Arizona. He was definitely a Republican. His songs are getting used oh, for the next Trump rally. Oh, 100%. Percent. Yeah. He's from but she, own, she gets on true. Twitter and is like, "Hey, don't use my husband's name." Yeah, <laughs> but and then but she still is like cashing out under the table. <laughs> She's like, "Me and my husband never talk about politics." That's exactly how that goes. <laughs> we're, we're a bipartisan family. Like, <laughs> oh my god! All right, uh, there's a there's a few things. I hate the scene where he's pissing himself. That I nearly skipped over it. It makes me so uncomfortable. Right. Oh, it's just yeah. like I don't want to. I don't want to do it. But it is sort of accurate if you've ever been super, 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 super drunk, where it's like anywhere is a toilet. Um, the where was the I mean, security and the people that should have yeah. made sure that he did? Where is the like guy nobody else? Nobody yeah. at the show cared about what was happening on but live also, TV. Like, Kanye West and Taylor Swift, though, literally like uh, Kanye true, just got on true. stage. Like, nobody stopped him. No one stopped that man because it was planned. For, well. <laughs> I mean, no, she but, let him get up there. It's not like she well, was like. I'm sure I don't she want thought he was gonna say something nice. <laughs> she knows he's pissed. Oh no! Know. Are you I talking we're, about? We're talking about two different things. Yeah, oh, I thought you were Con- talking about with the Taylor scene. Swift and Kanye West, but also oh. like, but, yeah, he's just so drunk. I think she didn't want to understandably deal with it. Like, I think she was just so like shit face when he does the Roy Orbison tribute. Like, he's telling a PA. I don't know where I am. Is Are we it done? Over? He's like, is it over? He's is like, it over? Like, and nobody they like, him we away. need to like, put him in a cab. We need to get him out immediately. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, just put him in a seat. It's fine. Yeah, but it's like she should have Ladanian Tomlinson stiff armed him off the stage. Like, ha, 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 ha. I mean, but to be fair, the <laughs> Grammy people, why would they care that he pissed himself on stage? Like, that's just yeah, more views. That's good for TV. Them. Yeah. Like, for damn, me, that's sad and true. They I think care. what is also really sad about this is that like i've been just kind of thinking about it but i'm like the movie i feel like is very accurate in actually portraying i think how often stars show immense like need for help and don't get it like Mm -hmm. i was thinking about actually the documentary on amy winehouse where it was like she was just like real fucked up all the time like so sick and like no one would do anything to help her because like she produced better music when she was fucked up like 
So it was like a cash cow that you don't want to get better. And like also like Demi Lovato did a whole thing about how she was like in a bipolar spiral and doing like a shit ton of coke and like really fucked up. And everyone was like, Fucking well, meth. at least she's performing. Yeah, on meth too. And like no one helped her because it was like, oh, but she's still working. Like shout out like, all, of us, all of us were like. I want the weekend to get back on drugs and to get his heart broken so he can make better music. <laughs> right? But like that is kind of true. Like that we I still want that for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's problematic, oh, yeah. but I oh, yeah. need that back. Bring yeah. the 707 out. Uh, Less uh, his, his pain uh, is so beautiful that he needs to be in more pain. I don't like happy weekend. I don't <laughs> less, less humble teach, right? Yes, that's Le- me. Less wholesome teach. <laughs> I I just want the weekend to do more like songs just about like how good he is at pleasing women. Like, I'm like, that's, that's, I was that song where it's like, make that pussy pop and often, often, um, often was like the first song that I realized about, like, you could talk about female sexuality openly. And I was, was like, the first 18. one. Yeah. That was like, the very first one. We don't it talk about that female sexuality that and then you heard WAP, so you got two. Yeah. We, okay. To be fair, the reason WAP is such a big deal is we don't talk about female sexuality that much. So the fact that the weekend was actually talking about female sexuality is really cool. The, but like, the am I the only one in this that thinks you know when he comes back and he's like, we've been doing damage control ever since you pissed your pants on stage. Yeah. I'm the, the only one in 2020. Am I the only one that is like? She I made her the she, biggest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah she like, she's she's thriving off of this because also, then she gets she to the go Taylor on Swift bump every yeah. talk show and be like, look, we're trying to recover. We're like, this is what we're trying to do. If you need help, go get help. And that's what he's doing right yeah. now. And then but also buy my album. But yeah, I was also yeah. thinking about that with like I don't know if you guys remember this, but the MTV Music Awards and Nicole Smith went on stage and was so fucked up out of her mind she couldn't talk. But she was in a really, I forget what music video she was in, but she was giving an award for someone. And like, she literally could not speak because she was just so high on meth. Um, and like, literally her career like blew up because of it. Like people thought she it was, was so like, meth? Cool. yeah, and Nicole Smith. And she was dating like a 90 year old. That he had already died meth. at that point. Oh, God. Yeah. It. She got was it. just like, in, she was just being a model because she was originally a guest model before. God, the money for the meth came from. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like, yeah, yeah that no. would have made your career take off. I don't actually, like, understand. Especially like, in 2018, man. That's going viral yeah. so yeah. fast. And everybody, everybody's getting mad at people getting mad at her for being married to him and then being, like, yeah. you know, supporting her. Like, that, the that's The discourse going. would be amazing. That Kanye, yeah. that Kanye thing made Taylor Swift the biggest – yeah exactly gave her her whole fucking career we don't have to talk about it and also people got like to be fair i actually think that's true it did give her like her career to a certain extent and also like yeah no one gave a shit about kanye people were mad at him for like a week and then we all got over it people love a white woman in distress so lady gaga would have been the biggest (laughs) would have been the biggest because a white woman in distress just pulls well on tv like people like that is 100 percent true yeah Yeah. listen to our miss americana episode episode four that movie stinks. <laughs> documentary sucks. Um, I don't like. Her, I was looking so forward to watching it. Watch is it, it bad? I haven't seen. It. Terrible. It's it's oh wait, right? no. This wait. Y'all talking about the Taylor Swift doc? No, yeah. I want to see yeah. that shit. I hate Taylor Swift. I hate her so much. I have no intention of ever watching. It. It's and a, it's like, what is that song that she made? That's like her, like trying to be woke. Exile. Uh, 
What? I don't no, know. the one that she's all like, um, you need to calm need down to calm that down. one. You need to calm down. And I was all like, you are just exploiting drag queens and I fucking hate you. And also like explain Todrick Hall. It was so weird. Like it was the, really uh, I don't think that's exploitation. Doesn't she make country music? Make, is she the biggest country music person right now? Does she make country music or no? Uh she <laughs> she still was getting Grammys for country music for like red. Which was like also yes, it is exploitation because Todrick Cole and like a bunch of the drag queens were told they were gonna get paid for the shoot and then she never paid them. <laughs> like, well, it's like super controversial. Like in Todrick's defense, he doesn't pay his backup dancers. He also does not pay his backup dancers. Todrick Cole is a piece of shit. Todrick Cole is a piece of shit. But ain't dead. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but he claims he couldn't pay his backup dancers. If you watch the YouTube video about, it, he claims because Taylor Swift never paid him, and like uh, such a yeah, that's that's a, how that, that is a legally cognizable argument. Hey, if I didn't get paid, I can't pay the people I'm supposed to pay. Well, I don't know he what never, happened. He never the checks paid his in the mail. <laughs> you'll get it. You'll get it up front. I fully plan to pay my backup dancers once Taylor costs up the money. <laughs> I don't need to go holler at Taylor. Then. Now, stream our Miss Americana episode. I only watched half of that movie, but it was literally like it was literally like, man, things are so bad for me because I didn't get a Grammy for Grammy nomination for my last album that sold millions and millions of copies. We're like, shut oh, the God. fuck up. It's, nah, it's oh like I'm famous. It's literally- I don't have girlfriends. It's like, it's literally, it starts out with the Travis Scott, I didn't get the Grammy, so I have to do better. I have to make something better. And then it immediately is just a boo-hoo tour. As was if her say, career was reminds, not good. Does she think people going to feel bad really, for her? Yes. feel bad for Taylor Swift. It reminded yeah. me of that really tone-deaf letter Lana Del Rey wrote when, like, she wasn't oh, nominated for any... Like, that, that whole cringe. movie reminded me of that bullshit where I was just like, no one feels bad for you, Lana. Like... <laughs> There's your opinions are bad Del and you should feel bad. love Lana Del Rey music. I, I love some sad girl <laughs> shit, but I was also like, your opinion sucks. Like... Dream Norman fucking Rockwell. No, I know, Rockwell is a good album, unfortunately. We are two hours but... in and we barely talked about this movie except for all... <laughs> They were talking but, about yeah, deep actually. They were talking <laughs> yeah, about uh, the saddest part of the Miss Americana was they were talking about her mother's cancer, which yes, should be a sad yes. thing. But it's also like as they're getting on a private jet and getting a catered yeah. meal. Oh no! I, I think yeah, you yeah. have the money so, to pay for her cancer. Like I think <laughs> like you're okay. That whole scene is her. She's with her mom on a private jet. There are two Great Danes both with real diamond encrusted collars that are on the jet. And she's like, knowing my mom has cancer, it's just, it's the hardest thing for me to deal with. And I'm like, I understand cancer is horrible. It affects millions of people. This is the least relatable thing you could have. Well, but Taylor Swift is inherently unrelatable, but wants to be this small town relatable queen when her dad is a very popular music producer. And she acts like she literally got famous, like just by submitting like things to people and like, ooh, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, you got famous because your dad pulled strings in Nashville. Like That's fine. Get your money. Like, I don't No, but what I'm just saying is like, she's not the, relatable. No, she's always had money. But, but it, it goes back to this thing is like trying to make pop stars relatable. And I, the movie tries to say a little bit behind the scenes of that, where it's just like, I agree. you got to do this and change your hair color and do all this. And like, yeah. And that's like the grind of pop stardom. There's also this side of it's like, Oh, I don't have friends. It's like, you have $500 million. Like, holy <laughs> shit. I'll give forever. A documentary like that is not supposed to work on y'all. Y'all are cynics. It's gonna, the little kids who love her, you gotta eat that shit up, man. You gotta eat that shit up. 
Yeah. I've never seen it, but if she's complaining about just not having friends, it's like, I don't have friends and I'm poor. Like, <laughs> I don't, like none of us have friends. We're adult people. No one in their 20s, tw- like late mid to no late 20s. Friends. No one has friends. Friends are not real, Taylor. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Taylor, no you adult have- person has many friends at the very least. Friends are a capitalist lie. <laughs> that is true. The, uh, I, except for that I Eminem have, guy that wants to fuck you, dear Caitlin. I heard I've been writing. You are not my friends. Me. People who want you, to Taylor Swift can pay friend. me to be her friend. I'm, I'm sure me and Taylor, Taylor Swift find a price for me to be her friend. Should I send I'll her be her friend. Should I say I also don't have friends, but I'm poor, so you should pay me. <laughs> if she paid me to be her friend, I would definitely be her friend. I have three. <laughs> I have three friends and no money. You have three monies and no friends. <laughs> we can work out some one for a you, dollar, one for me. A dollar per friend. I'm oh selling my, my friends. I would like right. to note that I made a stand joke and nobody got it, but here we go. No, no, we got it. No, I know. We, I, we I got it. it. Uh, shit. Sometimes we don't find your jokes funny. Caitlin, you, know, you nearly fucked. Oh, a, you nearly fucked a Monster Energy drink. Shut up. I did. <laughs> is this name Kyle? Is this name Kyle? Oh my god! You. His name. Okay, so unfortunately, not say his also, name on this podcast. I won't. No, nah, just bleep it out. Bleep it out. A lawyer is telling you. Don't Wait, do, can you can you bleep it. his name out? I don't have a pen on me, so somebody write down the time code. Two hours. His okay. name is. And oh. he, he's also. Oh, oh my God! I, if you gave me three guesses, I swear to God, I would have gotten three guesses. Also, he's the one that's um, friends with um, his sister. Work was the personal assistant for. Um, fuck, what's the film director? Jackson Maine. Yeah, Jackson Maine. <laughs> um, no, what is the film director? Uh, Tusk. Who did Tusk? Oh, oh. that guy. Um, no, Kevin. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Yeah, her. I bet you. I bet you Kevin Smith hangs out with a lot of Eminem fans. <laughs> I bet you <laughs> tried to write a rap, and he he started out with he he's a sound. I'll take your engine. He, he is. A, <laughs> so unfortunately, can I tell you guys the worst part? He, oh I my mean, god! Wait, you've told us so many bad things about this human. This worst part. He, he is a SoundCloud rapper. Oh my god! That makes sense. You have to drop a link. You I have know. to give us a link, and we have I to know. put the song gonna, on the podcast. We're gonna tweet no, we it out. <laughs> we're gonna tweet it out. We're gonna tweet it out, un, like unprovoked, and see we'll if we'll give him the Ali James bump. He still sometimes buys me like Postmates, like Jesus <laughs> so Christ, can't. woman. Oh. I mean, Jesus Christ, Thomas, catch the hand, bro. I, I guarantee you, he's gonna hear this podcast, and the only thing he's gonna take away from this is she said I had a big dick, and that's all. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get the wins where you can. Yeah. All right. That's all he's gonna think about. So Good. speaking of uh, so speaking of toxic couples, we are doing um, <laughs> our top. Oh, this is uh, about to get even more problematic. Yeah, we are doing uh, we are doing our top four for Twitter. Top four toxic uh, movie couples. Top four toxic movie couples. Uh, the draft order, if I can pull it up, goes. Um, well, shit. I got this first. Okay. I remember that. Teej, Caitlin, Caitlin, Roy, Dags, me. Okay. So Teej. Top toxic movie couple. Go ahead. I am going to go. I'm going to go very nerdy here. And I'm going to pick as my first toxic couple. Um, Padme and Anakin from Star Wars. Yes, <laughs> yeah. That is problematic. Solid. 
Um, it's problematic it is, on top of it's toxic. Problematic, uh, it is problematic and toxic for many different reasons. Uh, anyone who's ever seen these films will know. I don't really have to go into it, but they're a pretty toxic couple that is sometimes celebrated by people who watch the films. He's supposed to be 10 when they first meet, and she's 14. That's so She's weird. like 28, and he's like yeah. 5. She, he, she looks like she's about 26 when they yeah. meet, and it just never... It never gets right. It's it never... really weird. The second it's movie weird. is, oh my, you've grown. And he's like, yeah. Yes. Also, that's, yes. That oh my God, that's so awkward. She <laughs> says, oh my also, God. that line, the angel in my dream, like that angel monologue is also like really fucking weird. I hate anyway. sand. It gets everywhere and it's coarse. Shut up. <laughs> she should have dipped after that. She's like, yeah, this guy uh, stinks. Anyway. The prequels suck, except for the third one. But, uh, Caitlin, go ahead. Did I ever tell you guys about the time I bullied a girl and put... <laughs> her Continue. Name was, her name was Charlotte, <laughs> and she really hated Jar Jar Banks. And, that like, means she was a good person. No, yeah. hold on, hold on. But she was really mean to me and used to call me ugly when we were 15. But we were, oh. friend, but we were friends, quote-unquote. So one time, as a joke, to make her mad, I photoshopped her face onto a photo of Jar Jar Binks and called it Char Char Binks, because her name is Charlotte. This is a meme. Char Char Binks. And then I spread it everywhere, and she asked me to take it down, and I told her to go away and blocked her. <laughs> this is so incredible. Char- if you still have that meme, please send it to me. I will. I, I think Char- it's on Char- Facebook still. So. Char Char Binks. <laughs> That's um, incredible. She the, uh, did she just go? I just want to get another look at you. Sorry. When I was fifteen, <laughs> before I got my nose job, she called me a dimple nosed freak, and I was like, oh. Fifteen <laughs> oh, year old girls suck, man. And then we were supposed to be friends. You can ask Cat about her. Cat was also part of that friend group, friend of the podcast. Cat. All of you DM her on Twitter and ask her about Charlotte. She'll remember. Char-Char I, I need. I need. A, I need to see Char Char Binks, please. I will. All right, good. Caitlin, go ahead. Um, I'm taking Clementine and Joel from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless yeah, Mind. Yeah, so that's fair. Just because I, like I they're they're so bad for each other. I know. <laughs> like I choose I, mean, I choose romance though. I choose. But I I mean I actually love that film. It's one of my favorite. I don't like romances like ever. I'm really I don't. I'm not a sap. Anyone that's ever like been in a relationship with me knows I'm the least romantic person on the face of the planet. What? But like, yeah. You that said you hate men and love like you. <laughs> you who made the char char <laughs> I am like just not romantic. Like I don't do, I don't like romantic gestures. They make me really uncomfortable. Like blah, blah, blah. But like watching this movie is one of the few rom-coms that like not rom-coms it's not really a comedy but like one of the few romantic movies where i was just like damn like this feels real this feels relatable and i think that's because i watched it when i was 17 and in the throes of my very first toxic relationship (laughs) in which i was like i simultaneously want to remember this but also forget everything about this and like I don't know. I find any movie with a manic pixie dream girl to inherently be a toxic relationship film. Um, Because manic pixie dream girls are never truly healthy partners. (laughs) That's kind of their point. Do you like the Smiths? I also like cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) I dye my hair every week because I have 
some for issues. Health. Yeah, <laughs> I, have, I I don't have multiple personality I, disorder. Which was me literally when I was like seven, like 16, 17, dyed my hair because I was depressed all the time, and I was like, "This will make me feel better." Like, if, if I change my hair, I'm a different person. I will change in <laughs> inside. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's my first pick. It's a good pick. My uh, my pick is just it's pretty easy though. It's um, Bella and Edward from twilight that's completely correct that is just so bad just everything they do hurts other people and also (laughs) hurts themselves and uh she gives up her mortality to become a vampire so yeah that's if that's not toxic i don't know what else is anyway bella and edward so i don't want to give up mortality to be a vampire that's a gift i'm gonna sneak into your room every night and stare yeah that's crazy (laughs) and she's just like Oh, okay. That's romantic. Yeah, I've never seen one of these movies. I've never. Twilight, which we never finished that series. The uh, the Twilight movies are about abstinence. Never forget, folks. Anyway, they are uh, though. It's so weird. Propaganda. All right, uh, Edward and Bella. That's a good one. Go ahead. I'm gonna take Rose and Jack from Titanic. Oh, oh really? So yeah. We talked about the fact that. that Jack doesn't actually exist and is a figment of Rose's imagination. <laughs> so that's why it's toxic because um, she's yeah. mentally uh, ill and alone. Yeah, that's what she's using <laughs> to like justify like murdering her fiance is what I'm saying. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, they like are not are not good for each other. Like yeah. any relationship that makes you jump back onto a sinking ship from a lifeboat is just not good. Like you should just not be in that relationship. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Um, she also I mean, took we, the door. I mean, we gotta. She we all man to freeze and die. She's we all agree that in an alternative history, if it if Titanic actually make it to New York, she would immediately dumps Jack's ass. Yeah. Oh, you don't have she any like, money. Oh, like, that's a right. Different world. When you said oh. you were broke, I didn't realize exactly how broke you've been. This is I'm accustomed to a certain standard of living, Jack. Yeah. Like, I thought you were a Vanderbilt in disguise this whole time. Oh, um, I thought this was uh, Prince and the Popper, and I thought you were really just the prince dressed as the popper. I like, didn't really want to sell the necklace, Jack. I'm <laughs> 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 keeping it. Um, can we sell that painting of my boobs? Like yeah. something <laughs> like. <laughs> wow. Your charcoal paintings aren't paying the rent, you dickhead. I hate day, art. I don't believe I re- in your dreams. <laughs> I, regret, I regret not bringing it up on that episode, but that was James Cameron's hands on that close-up shot of drawing uh, Kate Winslet's boobs. I believe it. That man's drawn lots of boobs. I totally believe it. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> not surprising at all. A lot yeah. of lot of Navi boobs, though. I buy it. <laughs> he oh spent years God. working on those boobs, getting them just right. <laughs> Ooh, I just thought of a really good pick that I'm going to replace with my second. I just came up with it. Is it from uh, Avatar? <laughs> taking Avatar. Jay, uh, <laughs> good. Uh, I'm taking the OG toxic couple. I'm taking Belle and Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Damn it! Stockholm Syndrome! That is a movie that tells you it's okay to stay with your abuser because they might get better at the end. (laughs) They might become rich and hot. 
<laughs> well, but it's kind of funny there because I talked to so many of my friends who watched it, and like anytime, whenever the beast turns into the prince, everyone was like, every teenage girl was like, or childhood girl was like disappointed, like they thought he was hotter before. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I don't know why, but there's a whole meme on the internet. You about mean that. the beast was the original furry porn? Yeah, <laughs> but like all girls, like I swear, were like, oh. Him as a human is less like in the in the newest movie, the live action movie. There's a song that's actually a really good song. It but it's when you listen to the lyrics is even though I know she leaves me, even though she runs away, I know she'll come back. And it's just like oh, oh isn't that from the musical? Okay. Like the new the new movie. Yeah, I think it's actually from the. OG oh, musical. Or it? maybe it was written for this. I don't know off the top Doesn't of my matter. head. Jake, next pick. It does matter to me. I love musicals. <laughs> Bye, uh-huh. buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that voice. Uh, pick number two is Sandy and Danny from Greece. Shit, dude. Damn. Toxic. It is, it is okay to change everything about your personality if it's for a boy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Another couple that doesn't actually exist. They're ghosts. I, I have <laughs> I mean, they fly a car into the sky at the end. They might have died. Jake, I'm... um, you're saying that I shouldn't change my personality for boys, but that's all I've ever done, and <laughs> it served me pretty well. Uh-huh. Tell me more. Tell me more. Did she put up a fight? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope not. I hope, it was <laughs> I hope all she consensual. wants to be yeah. here. All, all I'm here. saying is she also starts smoking. Like she yeah. picks up a bed, like anyway. And she wears tight clothes. And she was tight hot at the end of the movie. Clothes. Yeah, Olivia Newton John's fine. But... Continue. To... Is that it? Boing. That's it. I mean, they are a toxic as shit couple. It is a movie that tells you if he's hot and in a gang, it's okay for you to change everything about your personality. Wait, if he's hot Rizzo... and in a gang. <laughs> Rizzo and Kaniki, though, kind of healthy, though, because she gets on the Ferris wheel and Kaniki's like, you shouldn't be on the Ferris wheel because you're pregnant. Like, he's actually concerned. He's like, I'm being a good boyfriend. And then she's like, I'm not pregnant. And he's like, phew. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> Light up another cigarette. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> Pack of those low low birth weights. (laughs) What's her name? Drops out of high school and they tell her, you know what? You should actually go back to high school. Beauty school dropout. Beauty school dropout. All right. Next. So my next pick is kind of off the beaten path. It's Nala and Simba. Oh. Oh. What? Nala is basically like. You always been a bitch. We all knew you was a bitch. That's why your uncle is ruining the fucking country. Like, get your bitch ass back over here and fight. Quit being a little bitch. And then she makes Simba commit murder. To be fair, though, it's based off Hamlet, right? Yes. Technically, that's kind of true, but it'd be the other way. Because Hamlet's, like, really fucking shit to Ophelia and causes her to kill herself. (laughs) Like, so, yeah. I could see they that. figure it out in the end and like go on to lead a happy life, I guess. And like, yeah, Cantu, we get Lion King actually two and a half. <laughs> Oh, Lion King 2 and a half is saw so that. good. Deception. Disgrace. <laughs> he asked for trouble the moment he came. <laughs> Deception. <laughs> but yeah, Nala oh and Simba, God. very toxic. They can only have angry sex with each other. Yeah. Hot. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, mine is one that not a lot of people are going to get, but I have to say it just because uh, it's for the meme. Maverick and Charlie from Top Gun. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. They, uh, Maverick should have been with Iceman. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I just have to say <laughs> that. The original. The <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm shipping the other toxic relationship. Top Gun is the gayest movie. If you haven't watched it in a long time, it is secretly so 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 closeted gay. Well, I don't know if it's that secret. No, it's not. It's not. It's like there's a thing where like dudes are playing shirtless volleyball, and it's like I'm also yeah. just like a bunch of dudes are like, let's go to a karaoke bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's I know those people. <laughs> it's a big dudes rock movie, but it's like, uh, but it's like there, there is like just mad sexual tension between all the guys in the locker room, and then he uh, has the weirdest sex ever with uh, Charlie. It oh, that I've that ever seen. So weird. So much. So much tongue. It's crazy. He shows up at her house, and she is. She's ready to go. She is so Same. ready. To go. I need to take, take my shower. breath away. But also Whoa, like. He turns her down so he could take a shower. The gayest people I know, though, are, like, conservative, like, Saturdays are for the boys types. So, like, this wow. totally adds up. <laughs> Saturdays are for the boys. <laughs> it takes on a whole new meaning. Oh, Saturdays are for the boys. <laughs> All right. My, my two, hold on. My two favorite facts about Top Gun. One, after the movie was released in 1985, the Navy saw an increase of enlistment by 20,000 people. They were going amazing. to movie theaters. They, they were, were going like, to movie theaters. They like, oh my like, God. Yeah. yeah. There was like, there was Navy recruitment booths outside of like actual theaters. They're like, did you like the movie? You could do that. You can't fucking do that. I was going to say, no. they like Definitely me. Definitely can't do like, that. They like me were like, I'm 18 and have no friends. I should go into the military and make my buddies for life. <laughs> Everyone, please um, put on a mask so we can go see the next Top Gun movie in a movie. That's going to be dope. Anyway, it's continue. Good. Jake? My second, second favorite fact? favorite fact is, so they actually filmed on a real aircraft carrier. And there was a scene where Tony Scott saw some light he really loved while the aircraft carrier was in the middle of the ocean. And he asked the captain to turn the ship. And the captain was like, if I turn this fucking ship, it costs you a million dollars. And Tony Scott said, fucking do it just so you can get lights. <laughs> Tony Scott wow. paid a million dollars just to move a Navy aircraft carrier a little bit. Speaking of Tony Scott, I watched uh, the Denzel Train Universe movie, Unstoppable, last night. That movie's great. Good. That movie's so good. Anyway, apropos of nothing, Caitlin, go ahead. Um, I'm going to take Amy and Nick from Gone Girl. Uh, oh my god how did we how can we oh, forget that was my ultimate. next pick I'm, oh I'm pissed. That's bite a it. um yeah for obvious reasons um i don't really feel like i need to elaborate that much on them but like they're both like fucking trash he's cheating on her and being a piece of shit and like is super emotionally manipulative and just gross and gaslighting and also she's fucking crazy like she is unstable one of, one of these people is doing something way worse than the other person but i don't because i get because one of the things i guess but it's like i get amy she murdered oh, somebody yes okay up until the murder i don't actually know if i agree <laughs> i think like the years of systemic abuse where it's like men don't treat you well and constantly treat you like an object and force you to be a person that you don't actually identify with i feel like that gets yeah real bad i gotta say 
if you excuse the murder is not something you can do. Well, when I first watched it, I was like, but also the guy she murders is fucking creepy. So how dare you? That's Neil Patrick Harris. Well, Neil Patrick Harris in real life is charming and wonderful. I'm talking about in this film. Sure. But yeah, that film fucking rules. That's so it's good. So man. Good. It's so good. The cool girl monologue rules, dude. is like my therapist. I'm not even joking. Is using the cool girl monologue to try to fix me because she's like, you do this. Like she's like, you have like some real issues. Like you are like total hot wings on a Saturday girl. Like you need to fix your shit. Like it's important. We That's all know that if. Uh, she comes walking back to her house with blood on her. Caitlin did that shit. Oh, yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah, ran a true crime nice. YouTube show. Teej, go ahead. Second pick. Second and third uh, pick. I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Ariel and Eric. Oh, <laughs> Little Mermaid. You got to give up your voice yeah. to be with a man. Sending those messages. You got to give up your voice to be with a man and changing yourself wholly is, uh, is, is really bad. Uh, and then my next pick, I'll go with, I guess this technically counts as a movie but it's kind of cheating but i'm gonna go with carrie and mr big because they deserve each other because they both are shitty humans yeah and they, it is they a movie, it's two movies, movies. Yeah, yeah i forgot there was a movie yeah they yep. suck i am not i haven't been a I, racist second movie <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my god extremely racist second movie but that show fucking rules i love it's that show. Such a, like big carrie... six sex in the city stay on teach I love uh, I love Second City. I I uh, I've only seen I've probably seen every episode, but not like a whole bunch of times. But I just I just really really like the politics of the show. What are your thoughts on Gossip Girl? Oh. Uh, I've never seen it actually. Is it good? Everyone tells um, me I should watch it because I like Sex and the City. You should. It, it's you should the exact it. same vibe. One of the reasons I went to Rice is um, Cecily Van, uh, Van Geyser went to Rice for undergrad. And like she's like an alumni from there, and I used to really want Vanza Gesser, the author of Gossip Girl, went there, and I like oh, wow. really want, and I really wanted to be her. Like, I'm gonna have to watch Gossip Girl. I've never it's seen so it. Good. You should it's, live it's, tweet it. We need that. Blair yeah, and Chuck. Okay, so if we're speaking talking of toxic, toxic couples, couples Chuck yeah. rapes <laughs> a girl. I'm, this is not a spoiler because you'll see it in the first episode. Chuck rapes a girl in the first episode, and then the show Chuck? just forget and just forgets about it. Like Holy the show shit. just doesn't deal with it. Yo, uh, I'll spoil it. We make him the romantic lead. Like, what? <laughs> I'll spoil it now because it's season four shit, and Tej won't get there for a while. Chuck rapes Blair briefly and punches yes. a window, and then the next yeah. episode, she's like, "You know what? We can still be friends." Actually, <laughs> I I know, <laughs> uh, but I feel shit, like that's man. just very. I, I'm gonna say it's a metaphor for how America treats sexual Which assault. Just, Ed, <laughs> we're all just able Westwick. to ignore it. Like, but apparently, Ed Westwick is actually a rapist in real life. So I believe you know, it. He gives me really circle. creepy vibes. I've never found him hot, dude. His Instagram is full of some of the weirdest shit. Caitlin, third pick. Oh, um, I'm going to take Fatal Attraction, Daniel and Ooh. Alex. Nice. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so they have a weekend affair, and then she's all like, you will never leave me. <laughs> and also, he's, Man. like, super gaslighty towards her, too, anyway. Like, he's kind of a piece of shit as well. But she's yeah. really the worst. <laughs> like, um... yeah, that's what I'm taking. I don't know I'm if we can count this. I don't know if we can count this as a couple, but I'm just gonna go ahead and do it since uh, Kylo and Ray. 
yeah. in uh, these yeah. latest Star Wars movies. Uh, that, relationship, that, counts. that relationship fucking sucked. I hated that. <laughs> I hated that so much. It ruined, and the last movie wasn't good anyway, but it ruined the entire character arc of those entire, like, of all of that. And the fact that they retconned the entire movie just so they could kiss at the very end of the movie. I will never knew it was coming though, right? I will never forgive them for what they did because I really liked uh, Seven. I really like everything they did with Seven, and then holy shit, it just—they really fucked up that Ray and Kylo relationship. And for them, it would have been more interesting if it was just more platonic, like the platonic thing that they had with the slight sexual tension. That's more just like that you're angry and disagree. It was better that way. It was much better that way. We didn't actually have to go there. Sometimes sexual tension is better than actually making them do anything romantic. Like and literally, just... and literally, Kylo just lying to her the entire, the yeah. entire like gaslighting her the entire time. If we want to talk about the toxicity of it, oh, he gaslights so her from like you're nothing, like from, and then for them to retcon the you're nothing thing, uh, just terrible, awful, really awful, 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 awful. Hated it. Hated every second of that last movie. Made no Sorry. sense. It was so bad. I'm getting I'm getting PTSD. I, it was oh just wrenched for no reason. You didn't have to wrench that in, but yeah, toxic couple because JJ Abrams sucks at closing things. Really good at beginning things, <laughs> sucks at closing. That's things. exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. His they did the Game of Thrones bad. thing where they just threw it all away at the end. Fucking, I will never forgive him for making that film. That shit is awful. <laughs> Dax, go ahead. So. I feel like this is a very on the nose pick, but it's Anastasia and Christian from Fifty Shades. I had that written down, yeah. Oh, for <laughs> yeah. sure. I thought you were gonna say Anastasia and Dimitri from Anastasia, and I was gonna tell you to <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna tell you to fucking quit. Like... I like that you think that I would remember the male lead from Anastasia. <laughs> Anastasia! I, I I love that animated movie. Just the complete I... lie that they all told us on film. <laughs> I, we all I, were like, I remember yes. enjoying the movie movie but i don't remember shit else about it other than that and like they're all the thing i remember is finding out the real story and being like holy fuck it was kids movie meg ryan and john cusack and i think john cusack is just so cute so i was just like (laughs) they made they made uh what's his face um not i mean first of all anastasia was a lie but they made uh they made uh what do you call it the guy Rasputin just like a devil, like, yeah, a, like a, a literal witch, like a literal devil. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the trigger of the night, Ava will find you. Uh, oh my god! I know all those songs. But yeah, anyway, fuck Fifty Shades. Those movies all stink. But I did see all three of them in theaters, so I'm a bad. You saw all three of those. Why did you watch all three of them in theaters? Well, how horny okay. were you when you were going to see okay. those? Relax, okay. So the first one <laughs> came you- out on Valentine's <laughs> Day. And I had a girlfriend at the time, and we were both like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll go watch Fifty Shades. Like, let's pull around. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then the <laughs> second one came around. And I was like, well, I already saw the first one. I should just watch the second one. Nah, you could have waited. And no. then the third it's one came out, and I was like, I saw the first two, so I might as well finish the trilogy. The no. third one was actually better than the first two, so like they improved over time. At least Dakota Johnson's so. hot. So. And Rita Ora was in the third one. So, like, shout out to She's Rita Ora. So cute. I love Rita Ora. I, I love how white. Okay. I love. What? <laughs> Deceptively, Deceptively white. Oh. Yeah. I love. I love how the main thing to come away from that movie is that uh, 
the two leads just fucking despised each other. (laughs) Also, like, my favorite thing is that people are so offended by Fifty Shades of Grey. And it's, like, not even that bad. And then 365 came out. Oh, my God. I tried to watch a little bit of that. Everyone's like, oh, no. Good Lord. Someone didn't tell me. came out. And now. Someone didn't tell me it was a sex film. Like, I heard none of the press on it or whatever. And they were like, you should watch it. And I was, they were like, it's a romance. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. And within the first 15 minutes, there's an aggressive blowjob scene. And I was just like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> I've never go. seen it, but like the ladies I work with, they were all talking about it. Like all three of them watched it, and they're of like very different age groups. Like one of them Did is my like age, it? and the oldest one is like in her sixties, and they all loved that shit. I really hated it. It's abusive as fuck. Like it's a terrible romance novel, like the ones that you buy at like Walmart. Yeah, it reminded me of. Do you guys know Wattpad? Well, I yeah, know about none, of, none of you were teenage girls. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know about some WAP. No, Wattpad. Y'all were not teenage girls. It's fine. Wattpad is where all of the fanfics were in like 2011 to 2000. Like, well, still, they're on there now. And um, that's where I would read all of my like alpha male werewolf books. <laughs> Never forget Fifty Shades of Grey was a uh, fanfic of uh, Twilight. Oh, yeah. Never forget. Jake, go ahead. Two uh, picks. First pick is Sally Hawkins and the Fish in Shape of Water. <laughs> Talk I am not uh, going to allow this pick. This is, it's not, it's love, not my real pick. Oh, okay. I just I made fun of that. Because the fish is a superhero. Because the fish is a superhero and superheroes can't be toxic. I love that movie. Michael Shannon is a king. It is an incredible film. Uh, my actual, my actual pick is Patrick Verona and Cat Stratford and Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, for sure. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Oh, yeah. There, that is well, that a movie. Still rules. I like. Oh, that movie. that movie. I will watch it ten I times mean, every stream, day. Yeah. I don't stream care. Our, so stream our Ten Things I Hate About You episode. Surprisingly great. Yeah, I featuring Mallory giving. Featuring a Mallory, Teej, go listen to it because there's a story in there that <laughs> Mallory tells that may be one of the funniest things that we've ever said on this podcast. Oh man, I it's incredible! It I is my wife dragging me. It's so great. Um, yeah, that is a, a relationship built entirely on lies that continues, and yeah. even at the end, they're like, "This isn't a good relationship. You lied to me. We can't be together." And he's like, "Well, I bought you a guitar," and she's like, "Well, okay." It's also based on, like, <laughs> well, okay. It's also based on probably the most toxic play ever written. Oh, for Taming sure. of the Shrew is a big fucking yikes. Like even for Shakespeare, who's just filled with yikes and like anti-Semitism and racism and sexism, the Taming of the Shrew is just a rough time. He also wrote a shitload of uh, toxic couples. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that was his gem. Oh, yeah, no. There's still one on the table. I will leave to you guys if you want to take it or not. Get your uh, fourth pick. My fourth pick, this is this actually hurts me because this is probably top two favorite film for me of all time. I was raised on this movie. Uh, but it is Kathleen Kelly and Joe Fox from You've Got Mail. Yeah! Oh. I love that movie. The original Catfish. Yeah, it is. I love that movie so much. Uh, shout out to my friend Peter. He and I quote it to each other all the time. It is a movie I love forever. I will be buried to that movie. However. <laughs> what a weird request just, at your funeral. 
That would be a new the, request for the funeral home. Can you play Apparently, the 1999 Hank Ryan Smash hit? Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan do it live. He wants us to do some weird Meg Ryan movie. I think it's, I don't know what this shit is. Is it Sleepless in Seattle? No, it's the lesser one. Oh, you got mail. <laughs> it is a movie about gaslighting. Tom Hanks figures it out within the first like 30 minutes and then proceeds to torture right. this poor woman, puts her out of like her family's business. business. Um and then like forces her to fall in love with him by convincing her that she can only love the person she's been IMing with for like a year. Which is not and true. Breaks up like... her relationship. Breaks up her relationship. Was some famous people are... actor Greg Kinnear. I love Greg Kinnear. Everyone loves oh, Greg Kinnear. He's so cute. That's true. He's very likable. But also, but yes, one hundred percent. There are people who are great textures but horrible in real life, and that's literally what the situation is. My favorite thing in that movie is when like they won't meet, and he's just like Tom Hanks is just like gassing himself up, like, well, he must be ugly. And this is like peak fat Tom Hanks. Like, yeah. It's just like, it's like he, must be, he must be terrible to look at. Shout out to that movie for shoehorning Dave Chappelle in there. Much like this movie. Much like this movie. Much like this movie. We didn't, even really, we didn't really even talk about Dave Chappelle being actually pretty good in this movie. Anyway. He's so good in it. But I, I mean, like, predictably, he's a good actor. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not shocked by that. Like, um, Dex, your pick. Final pick. So I'm going to go with one that I, I doubt that anybody else has seen or anybody that listens to this podcast has seen. But it's Joan and Joe from The Wife, the Glenn Close joint from 2018. Um, yeah, that couple. Did she get nominated for that? She, she, she won. Yeah. She won the Oscar No, she should have won. Olivia Colman won. Oh, right. Oh, right. that's right. That's right. Again? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, much like this movie. It was the same year. Yeah. but yeah, in the wife, basically the whole story is that Glenn Close's character is like the most brilliant writer of all time, except nobody wants to read work by a woman. So her husband That's gets all the credit and they just live in a loveless marriage where like he gets all the credit for her writing for forever. And then when she finally like gets the nerve to expose that she's been the ghostwriter and to leave this bitch, he just dies. So <laughs> she just holds that L forever, and it's like I guess I'll just let his legacy live on in peace. Hey so, man, yeah, if you're if you're gonna get, couple pick. if you're gonna get exposed for something, just die. Rule number one. That's like the number. Just like <laughs> just if you're about to check out, just don't commit suicide. But if you know you're about at your wits end, just get out of there. Yeah, just ride out. Like, wait until being canceled until you're about to die and then just die and you'll never be canceled. Yeah, exactly. They can't cancel a dead man. They tried to do it with John Wayne. I mean, nobody cared. So, yeah, John and Joe from The Life. Um, nice. I can't believe that I'm going to get it and I'm going to get it right before Caitlin. Uh, Allie and Noah from The Notebook. I wasn't going to try to oh, get it. Oh, I thought you were going to try to get it. Okay, no. never mind. I was going to I have a better pick for my last one. Allie and Noah from The Notebook. I love this movie. And I, I completely love, agree, though. I love I love the romantic story, and I get it that why people wouldn't like it. But it's a bad relationship. It's a good they just, film, horrible. But yes. They just yell at each other the entire time. And then just because, just because, uh, 
what's his face? Ryan Gosling grows a beard and has sex with her one time. And builds a house. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you should leave your husband. (laughs) Who's a perfectly stable, healthy person who's like handsome and nice and like. Shout out James Marsden, always the bridesmaid. Always the loved. Bride. Always uh, the bridesmaid, yes. Yeah. And James Marsden is hotter than Ryan Gosling, so it's just like really. I don't know if I agree with that. but You don't uh, have to. I most do. people would disagree with that, but that's why. I don't uh, think Ryan Gosling's like that cute. So. I mean, the what do you want thing where she's just like, I what don't do you know. Want? That, what irrita- you want? that irritates me so much. What do you want? She's like, I don't know. Just like, <laughs> I bet you, I mean. The rest yeah, of your dinner, life, what man. do you want? What do you want to eat? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Caitlin, go ahead. Oh, I want Sid and Nancy. Sid and Nancy. Um, and I want that because they're a real-life couple that there was a really good movie made about. Um, and I grew up on that movie, and I used to think Sid and Nancy were super, super fucking cool. And I wanted to be in a relationship like that, except Sid fucking kills Nancy and that happened in real life and it's a good movie but yeah they're the reason why i really like it and i had some others on the table that i was thinking about for this that probably are more seen films (laughs) but like i don't know like i feel like i wanted to go with like truly toxic like will kill you couples like to each other's deaths so (laughs) said i don't even know if i've heard of this sid and nancy same it's a good movie. Teach. Sid, Sid Vicious and Nancy Spurgeon. Oh, Do you Gary guys know Oldman? about them? No. Well, I know about Sid Vicious. I've never... Let's she's teach also you said... about the sex pistols. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. let's talk about Sid Vicious and Nancy Spurgeon for like a little bit. Gary Oldman. Like, yeah. The year it's... is the 1970s. The place, London. The <laughs> Nancy, Spur- <laughs> Nancy Spurgeon's really fucking annoying. And like pretty much everyone that was like a Sex Pistols fan hated her. And like the whole band hated her. Which like there's a lot of controversy on whether she actually sucked or not. But like regardless. <laughs> he she fucking, got murdered? He fucking kills her. Yeah. He like stabs. And then he, does he kill himself after or tries to? He tries to kill himself, I think. I don't remember. So wait, the Sid Vicious person who I've only like kind of sort of heard of, he killed somebody? Yes. He yeah. killed his oh, girlfriend. He killed his, his wife or his girlfriend. How did I so. never hear that part? Yeah. Sid Vicious uh, is a bad, a bad time. You're going to have a bad... He died what? in 79, so I think he did kill himself. Yeah, he killed himself. I thought I wasn't... I was 99% sure, but I didn't want to make be wrong. <laughs> like, it's yeah, he, he killed himself right after. It's crazy how much, how quickly they can sometimes turn around these biopics. Well, it's also it's like, like this came out in 1986. But it's also like, there's a lot of people who are low key murderers that we don't like know. Like RuPaul was like complicit in a murder <laughs> in the 90s. Mm. The Kids Club murder, where they killed oh, yeah. this um, random drug dealer. Not random to them, but like to the cops, it seemed random. And like, what's his face? Um, there was a whole movie with Macaulay Culkin made about it, um, where they Shout killed out. this dude. Shout well, out now well, in 2020. Apparently, Sid Vicious didn't kill himself. He died of a drug overdose. And apparently, he found his girlfriend, Nancy, in the bathroom of their hotel room. And she was stabbed in the abdomen. But, he 100% killed her. Like, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this article not, does not say that he did it. But I'm pretty sure he did it. It is not even really. So it is one of those things. Because he got I think charged with he, it. It's not like he got charged with murder. So Yeah. yeah. So I think the trial just didn't happen. 
so I think the OD was supposed to be a suicide. Um, I think it's just not official, like, because I don't think he wrote a note or anything, and you can't prove when you're a drug addict, like. Yeah, he was on bail uh, for the uh, yeah. arrest of the murder. He yeah. died of an EOT. It was almost immediately, like, within weeks after, I think. Um, but anyway, it's, like, really crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, he definitely killed her. Like, that's, like, absolutely a fact. <laughs> like, there's no debate in my mind that Sid Vicious killed his girlfriend. Teach final pick. Close us out. My final pick is a... Uh... Uh, one of these characters is unnamed, so I would say Steve and his wife and killing of a sacred deer. Yes. Um, oh. They have a pretty toxic relationship. They also had their sex life is also like Nicole Kidman plays dead so that Colin Farrell could have sex with her. Ooh. And also uh, Nicole, Kidman gives, Nicole Kidman gives another guy a handjob in the movie who's not her husband. <laughs> That's not cheating. As a- <laughs> It's only uh, cheating if you welcome. spit in your palm. Yeah. <laughs> the minute your bodily fluids are involved, it's cheating. But if it's just your hand. Also, the weird kid in the movie tries to hook up Colin Farrell with his mom. This movie is the weirdest movie I've ever seen, but it is I fucking love this movie. It's from it's, it's from the weird. lobster director and stuff like that, right? Yes, the favorite, yeah. the lobster, same same dude. He's yeah, Yorgos. <laughs> yeah, Yorgos. He's not what he makes incredible films. No, but he makes films that are like, for instance, I thought oh, he's I crazy. Dreamed, I thought I dreamed up the lobster because I had a dream that if you didn't like find love, you'd be turned into a household appliance when I was like fifteen. Oh my and god! You basically lobster, wrote the lobster. Yeah, I Caitlin did, wrote the lobster. And didn't it, get but, credit. <laughs> he made it better by making it like animals, which made so much more sense. But I was very much like. I will turn into a blender. I, saw, <laughs> I like the lobster. That'd be hilarious. I like the, the part <laughs> where he's actually trying to find love is much better than the part where they do the fake like revolution. Yeah. But the lobster is good. But the favorite is still that movie is so fucking incredible, man. That was movie my bang. best picture pick. That movie is fucking awesome. I turned. Uh, I couldn't find. I couldn't find somebody to love me, so I turned into a toaster. <laughs> the brave, brave little, little toaster. toaster. The, the brave, brave little, little toaster. Yeah. That movie was a trip, man. That movie. <laughs> Talk about bad. toxic relationships. <laughs> what would be the bravery and toasters? What would be the worst household appliance to be turned into if you couldn't find love? A, a toilet for sure. A, or a trash can. A squatty potty. You're yeah. just like yeah. Your, that would be the worst. Your toilet adjacent, but you're not the actual toilet. <laughs> A scrub daddy sponge. <laughs> a magic wand. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's worse than even being a toilet. I don't want to be a magic wand. Yeah. Well, it depends on who you're the magic wand for. <laughs> True. For it might be the best that. job in the house, depending on who lives in the house. Yeah, what if uh, never mind. Shout never out mind. to yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. Are we done? Like with yeah, we're about um, to- okay. What? Uh, I was just gonna say, speaking of uh, speaking of hand jobs and movies, shout out to Les Humble Teej on Twitter for uh, oh giving out giving out that content. If you know, you know. <laughs> Folks, are you too oh are you too good? Anyway, I'm just surprised <laughs> no one here did like Kramer versus Kramer or like any of those like big divorce movies. I tried uh, to I, marriage I tried story. Marriage yeah, like, story. story. Yeah. 
movies that are about toxic movies. couples about for the sake of toxic couples um, yeah same i i did have jim and pam <laughs> they are yeah. toxic I wanted to take that. I wanted to take that as a joke, but I was hoping, you know, Jim, Jim and Pam, uh, cheat on Roy, so you can. Yeah. Anyway, Roy's not a good person. Cersei and Jamie being siblings and still being toxic as shit to yeah. God. Joe and Jim and Aurora. Joe and every woman that he falls in love with for sure. Every woman he sees in New York. With uh, what's his face, Chris? Chris. Chris oh, that's Chris. Yeah. yeah. Where he like fucking wakes up Jennifer Lawrence in the middle of their like. I think gaslights her for the rest of the movie. Yeah, you yeah. just have to be with me. I'm the only one here. Let's go. What else? I also would like. <laughs> you can either wake everyone up and we all can die, or we can die together. Your choice. I also <laughs> like how. Like 500 Days of Summer for obvious reasons. Scott right. Pilgrim, that makes sense. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah. Like those. Fight all my ex-boyfriends and then you can date me. <laughs> <laughs> the couple from the last five years is also on my list. Oh, yeah. That's... And um, the couple Jamie. from Fences. Jamie and Kathy. Mulan, she lies about being a man. <laughs> <laughs> is that toxic, though? Yeah! <laughs> Especially, like... <laughs> My favorite part about Mulan is that, she, is that she fits in with all of these soldiers. And at the very end, that guy's still like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Wood. Wood. Yeah, like, Wood. He, he seems more into her when she's a man. So right. I'm almost like, it feels more toxic. It does feel toxic. I think Shang is gay. Like, <laughs> or, it seemed I like he was down with it when like, she was a man. And then he was yeah. like, oh, you're a what? And then like he's like, Terry I Cruz live in white chicks. He's like, he's I live like, in feudal China. I can't let people know I'm a gay man. So I guess I'm gonna have to pretend I'm into this. Like Terry Crews is just like, you're not white. <laughs> I don't care if you're a man, but you're not Shang, a white man. <laughs> Shang, uh, Shang's like, can you put your hair up, just please? Like, <laughs> shave I mean, it. You yeah. have su- you have such a pretty face. Bald. Be bald. Like <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anything else? Anything? Anything else we want to do? We're we're long on this episode 245 Ooh, i'm okay oh thanks for hanging around appreciate thank you all for having me always being down to hang around uh where can they find your uh wholesome content if you want wholesome content follow me on twitter less humble teach the most wholesome content on the internet you heard it here first and also from him every other week but uh um (laughs) you can uh you can follow us at one take pod on twitter and instagram uh, YouTube, I'm sorry that I have not put up these YouTube videos because uh, I'm lazy, but we, we're going to get these YouTube videos up as sooner rather than later. Um, you can find us at One Take Pod on YouTube as well. Also, Reddit, and if you want to, it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, you can follow us all there. Dex, oh, stream us, sorry. Stream us on Google, Apple, and Spotify. Please, please, please go leave a rating and review. It helps a lot. Follow us on Spotify as well if the spotify apple open it's been crashing all day so um yeah dex what are we doing hashtag support florence few that's it nothing else <laughs> that's it <laughs> trash hashtag if you get drunk find a toilet trash um, <laughs> hashtag dex is canceled what 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 did i do skipped you skipped all the hashtags no we're canceling those hashtags i hate 
y'all. We're new people. We hit 2K. We 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 can't go back. Tell I don't want to change. What have we not learned from A Star Is Born? Don't fucking change. What? Don't sell out. We're oh, in I, I've said from the very beginning. As soon as I can sell out, I'm out. <laughs> I am available. Let why me know who wants we to buy this, in. Why do you think we did the King of Staten Island episode? We really wanted to sell out quick. <laughs> Yeah, if if we can sell, I am I'm so like that's what I haven't said this entire movie is that like I get like the star fucking because I would like like um I'm out like as soon as soon as anybody offers me any money um so sponsor the pod all right guys that's a great message to end on I guess we out <laughs> bye maybe it's time to let the old ways die. Maybe it's time to let the old ways die Takes a lot to change a man Hell, it takes a lot to try Maybe it's time to let the old ways die